You're listening to KNL Sports Podcast, where you can enjoy sports from around the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. KNL is committed to bringing you sports live on 95.3 KNL FM, 1490 KNL AM, and online at com. Hope you enjoy this edition of KNL Sports Podcast. Good evening and welcome to Mason Punchers Football on 95.3 KNL FM online at KNLradio.com. Mason Punchers Football brought to you tonight by Mason Bank. Brought to you by Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Land and Cattle Company, part of Texas Ford, by Laneburg Realty, and by Dipsticks Tire and Lube. Our Punchers Football game also presented by Mason Building and Supply, The Commercial Bank, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lubke's Jim Carson Trucks, Dan Gandy, Touchdown Real Estate, and by the Mason Punchers Club. Mason Punchers Football, now to the stadium for tonight's ballgame with Will Lamberg and Micah Walker. Hey, good evening, Punchers fans. Welcome to tonight's broadcast. We are live back at the B-Field in Pflugerville, getting re- ready, awaiting this, uh, another, uh, hopefully another Thanksgiving classic here as uh, Mason Punchers hosts a uh, uh, Let's take on the Shatter Comanches here in Pflugerville once again. And a hello, welcome. Thanks for joining us here on 95.3 Canio FM, a station that's been broadcasting country football for over 40 years. Happy to continue that tradition here tonight. Happy to continue this playoff run tradition into the Thanksgiving week and uh, hopefully be playing football in December. That's really what it takes, uh, especially in Region 4. Uh, Mason Punchers coming here, 8 4 on the season. Uh, Shana Comanche's undefeated, still the number one ranked team, have been all season in Division One, Two A, and uh, uh, haven't played uh, this team in several years. I believe it was three years ago. Last time we, uh, and we played them here at this stadium, we played them across the street over there at the old uh, P Field. Uh, they filmed uh, used to film Friday Night Light series, and uh, everyone has been uh, exciting, you know, especially the last two. Uh, this this uh, matchup feels a little different, uh, but anyway. Uh, Listening to Mason Puncher Playoff Football, 95.3 Kenyo FM. Uh, stream it live online at KenyoRadio.com on the TuneIn app. Uh, just search Kenyo FM or on your Alexa or smart speaker. Just search or ask play Kenyo FM radio. Will Lamberg, Micah Walker, bringing you live play-by-play analysis, color commentary. Micah, what's your thoughts been? Uh, obviously, everybody's kind of taking the same thing. Can the punchers? Yeah. Go down, stay in the game with... You know, I kind of reflect back, Will, to uh, to what your first comment was. Uh, three years ago, we were right here in uh, in this very stadium uh, in a much different side of things. Uh, we came in here just like uh, just like Shiner is tonight, and uh, we were the number one seed in the country. And uh, no, I think we were number two. Sorry, we were number two. Same deal. One, we were one and two up there on the top end, expected to go to the state, right? And we came in here and uh, um, we're expected to just roll over them because uh, we had every intentions of, of a week following to go down to uh, the Alamo Dome and roll all over Refurio, right? Who had already rolled all over all, all over Shiner in uh, in their district back then, and so we came in here thinking that uh, we were going to roll over Shiner, and there was no questions asked. It was going to be a a typical Mason puncher rundown, and uh, <clears throat> you and I sat right here in this very booth and watched a seven to nothing game that was saved on a last play uh, dive by Chandler Bunton uh, to knock a pass down to keep that game from going into overtime 
on the 10 yard line right here in front of us as we sit here tonight. And so switch, switch, uh, profiles on that. And Mason comes in here, uh, with a, a shiner bunch looking at them that, uh, thinks they're going to roll over the Mason punchers because they're number one and they've been rolling over every team that they've faced. And Mason is in a slack year. And I think if we can, if we can keep it to a one score game and make them play four quarters, I think uh, this could be much like three years ago uh, with Mason on the brink of, uh, of of an upset. There's been two upsets already today, two tra- drastic ones in the 3A division. So uh, let's just uh, keep that going and make it uh, make it happen here in in uh, in in P field for the Mason Punchers. You know, you you talk about the Shiner Comanches and what they've done this season has been out outrageously impressive. Um, you know, they come in here having scored 72 points in their last two games. And so, uh, you know, there's not much fourth quarter action, uh, for those, uh, starters. I would not think maybe not even much third quarter action when you're scoring 72 and, uh, Freer and Harper, obviously not, uh, to the caliber of, of opponent as, as we hope we are. But, uh, you know, you hope there's a little bit of rust when it comes out and you hit somebody just a little bit harder than uh, the last person did and you hope that uh, some of that some of that shocks them and uh, we get to a good uh, you know 30 to 30 uh, football game yeah and I mean that's how you take on a team like that that's just that's just very confident and playing well you know yeah they scored over 70 the last two playoff games uh, they averaged 52 uh, in the season played two less games uh, than we did and so we definitely you know We've been on the field longer. We've had, we've played some really good opponents, just uh, probably some better, you know, especially in three A uh, than China uh, uh, has faced this season. And you know, I look at their score. They beat Weimer, you know, fifty-seven, fourteen, or fifty-two to fourteen. Uh, you know, they they've beaten some opponents we've played, and by similar margins, sure, you know, outcomes. And so it's not a yeah. I think they're doing most of their damage early and sitting those uh, you know those starters, and they've got you know quite a few. You know, they've got a lot of weapons. Uh, this season, probably the most depth that I can remember uh, in a Shiner Comanche team, and they've had some really. You know, last year they had a really good team. And I didn't think, okay, that's they're going to have a. You know, even though they got number one, uh, Doug Brooks back uh, on right. the junior this season, but uh, they just seemed even more stacked. And uh, they put some of their you know lower level freshmen and sophomores on that team, put them in the same jerseys. And now they really look like mm-hmm. <laughs> they got some depth and athletes out there. But yeah, just uh, you know, if you can get in their head early, uh, a team like that can just unravel. You know, get them off their game plan, uh, injury, turnover, you know, just something. Uh, somebody getting ejected from the game, which generally we don't have. You know, China's a pretty well-coached program. They're very disciplined. Yeah, they're not going to uh, be going punches or, you know, getting stupid penalties. But Mason's really going to have to, you know, they're going to have to bring everybody and uh, really put together, you know, a good game plan. And hopefully Coach McLeod and his crew and his staff, uh, especially on the defensive side, you know, uh, all I know is we, we stacked the box more than we ever have on uh, the defensive side of the ball last week against Kennedy. You know, they had some big old running backs. I guess that was a good warm-up uh, coming into tonight's contest. But, uh, you know, eventually they made adjustments and slowed, you know, slowed down that, that running attack. Well, the front seven of uh, Mason defense is going to have to play as good a football game as they ever have. Uh, they're they're going to run right at us. Uh, their scheme is up front. Uh, you know, they're going to block one-on-one. Uh, we have a couple of guys on that front line that demand some double teams at times, and they're going to have to make sure that uh, that they do that again tonight, so that uh, our linebackers can work inside those inside those stunts. Because uh, 
you know, Shiner, Shiner's big. They're confident, they're big up front, uh, and they're well coached and they're athletically big. Uh, and so that makes a lot of difference. And so, you know, that front seven's going to have to stack the box, but, uh, man, we're going to have to have those guys there to, to crash the, crash the course for sure. Uh, it's a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough battle. Uh, both teams are going to be tested from a, uh, you know, from a, a, a condition standpoint, especially on that front seven of Mason, because, um, they're, they're not used to, we're, we're used to rotating some people in and out. Uh, we've had that luxury all season. There's some big boys that are going to have to play both sides of the football and, uh, not get fatigued in this game. And so we'll, we'll certainly see, uh, you know, see if the depth pays off for Shiner, but, uh, the heart of Mason Puncher is going to have to come out tonight. Uh, to beat the Comanches. Yeah. 20 minutes till kickoff here at the Peace Hills in Fleurville, getting ready for another Mason Shiner Thanksgiving Classic. Hopefully here tonight we'll take a first-minute commercial break here from our season sponsors. Be right back and talk a little bit more about what the punchers, uh, you know, obviously need to do uh, in this kind of matchup. And uh, just credit the kids getting into this game, uh, playing 12 games on the season, and they're going to face that number one, you know, that team that you know, you're going to have to beat them eventually. Right. Win a championship. Uh, back in two minutes with more Mason Puncher playing the ball 95.3. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak, or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. You can pick any bank, so pick a bank that's deeply involved in your community. From sports and FFA to 4-H to just about anything with Mason Youth, we're on the team. From CASA to Habitat, from the Mason Volunteer Fire Department to our senior programs, we're invested. From checking to savings to CDs to real estate commercial or consumer loans for your business, we're committed. Stop by today to experience banking at its finest. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. We've got all your projects covered at Mason Building Supply, your hometown general store. Put a fresh coat of Valspar paint on the house, then add some new bird feeders and a fresh cabot wood stain for the deck. Get ready for spring and summer gardening and landscaping. We rent tillers and aerators and order sod to keep your lawn looking fabulous. Don't forget that new fencing or fence repairs. Mason Building Supply has it all at 254 Moody Street in Mason. Or give us a call at 325-347-5899. Dipsticks Tire and Lube is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, oil changes, truck and trailer parts, and accessories. They also offer interstate batteries and alignments. If you have an after-hour emergency, Dipsticks is here for you. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to noon. Dipsticks is family-owned, family-operated, and Mason-trusted since 2004. Call us, 325-347-6108, next door to Dollar General. 95.3 KNEL. And we're back live here from the P-Field in Pflugerville, getting ready for this regional uh, round of the playoffs as Mason Puncher's taking on the number one ranked Shiner Comanches. And again, here on this field, uh, we've faced this team many many a time around this round of the playoffs. Uh, We'd rather have it next week. But, uh, you know, here it is. And uh, I believe Mason's won, I think I read it, five out of the last seven contests. Uh, 
against Shider that we played. We hadn't played them in a, uh, in a few years uh, when they changed up the district down there, put them, split them and Referio up. And, uh, again, I'm looking at this Shiner Comanche roster, and one thing jumps out at me, which always does on these rosters that we get, uh, the number of seniors. Yeah, no doubt. They're deep. 20 mm-hmm. seniors from my count. Uh, they return at least six on offense, not all seniors. These are just the returning starters from last year's team where, you know, they uh, had in the bag with Referio. I remember we were listening to that game, mm-hmm. traveling back from our loss this time last year to Holland. And uh, uh, they've got six returners on offense, I believe uh, eight or nine on defense. And they are just stacked. Uh, as my freshman son, who's traveling with the team and be on the sideline tonight, told me this week, he said, Dad, it's like going up against – they got Earl Campbell and Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no doubt. You know, when you look at, uh, obviously, you know, what uh, everybody <clears throat> knows about, number one, Doug Brooks. You know, he was 250 uh, last time I read his, you know, uh, saw his name on a roster. Now he's 260 on theirs. He's about 6'1". A running back, a running for those back. that are listening. A running back about four at five 260. Yeah, yeah um, that is a that was what we'd uh, categorize as uh, you you move up from a bullet uh, to a bomb, and then that, that that is a missile. Okay, there's a difference between a bomb and a missile for those that uh, are in the explosive world. So, or there's a Sherman tank, and there's M1 Abrams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a, a tank with some speed. For those guys that need lower cal- caliber. There's a there's a 300 wind mag and there's a 22. Okay, so uh, I'll just tell you our linebackers average about uh, about a buck fifty, buck sixty, uh, and so it uh, it takes two of them to equal one of one of Mr. Brooks. But uh, hopefully they'll get him down uh, and slow him down. That's pretty it. good. That, it changes your whole scheme. Just ta- you know slowing down a runner. You know they've been teaching somebody you got to get him by the ankles. Yeah, and the rest of the team has to. Yeah, I've never seen I've never seen a truck run real well with flat tires. So, uh, you know, make sure that uh, that you can do that. Their line is as big as we've seen all year. Um, they average uh, somewhere around that 220 range, uh, give or take, uh, just a little bit. They got a couple of them at 240. Uh, they got a couple of them at 230. And so, uh, you know, they're big. Uh, they're big up front. But uh, bigger doesn't always mean better. We've we faced uh, some bigger teams in the past. Refurio was a, was about this same caliber uh, the year that we beat them in the Alamo Dome uh, to go on and win state. So uh, we'll see uh, see what happens here tonight. I just want the Mason Punchers to show up. Big key factor for Mason Punchers on the offensive side of the ball is don't kill your momentum. Uh, keep keep your keep your drives alive. Uh, keep keep the flags off the field. Uh, if you're the Mason Punchers, they did a, a progressively better job last game uh, of making that happen. But unfortunately, uh, that is the first game that they've done that in a while. And so, uh, you know, Mason's pretty good about showing up and playing to the caliber of their opponent uh, when they need to. If you can't get hopped about this one, I'm not sure what uh, what what kind of juice you need in your veins. But uh, this one out here ought to get you fired up. And uh, we're we're hoping for a Mason Puncher victory. As uh, we're going to get this one started here in about twelve minutes, yeah. a little uh, a little fear of nervousness ought to help the uh, you know get in front of that truck. Uh, Absolutely, know, throwing some body weight into those. Uh, you know, like you said, our linebackers going to have to play lights out. Um, about sort of thirteen minutes left to open and kick off. Uh, we'll take a, a two minute commercial break. We'll also uh, go a little longer here from uh, kind of a community report uh, coming out of Mason this week. Uh, when uh, initiated uh, uh, last week uh, for a playoff game, and uh, so we'll 
kind of a total three minutes. Be back. Uh, both teams should be close to ready to go here in this regional <clears throat> regional round of the playoffs at the P Field, and we'll be back in three minutes on ninety five point three KNL. Activities this weekend in Mason will focus on getting into the holiday spirit. Although the Light Up Our Town festivities have been canceled, there are several other activities that are moving ahead in Mason on Saturday. The Mason Chamber of Commerce uh, hosting the Small Business Saturday activities. You can pick up a Small Business Saturday card at the Chamber of Commerce brochure stand. Visit and stamp each location for a chance to win the Mason Holiday Basket. Completed cards must be returned to the brochure stand mailbox by 5.30. The winner will be called at 6 and it will be announced on Facebook at that time. Also on Saturday afternoon, Santa will be on the square. The Jolly Man in red will be strolling Mason's Historic Square and passing out candy canes during Small Business Saturday. And you can also take advantage of activities being hosted by Young Life in Mason this Saturday evening. They'll be hosting activities at Heritage Park beginning at 5.30 and going until about 8.30. Activities will include red beans and rice dinner at $10 a plate, a Christmas photo booth, letters to Santa, hot chocolate also there, silent auction, hay rides with Santa Claus, and Christmas carols and showing of the movie Christmas Chronicles. That'll be at 7 o'clock outdoors at Heritage Park. It begins at 5.30, goes until 8.30. All the proceeds directly benefit Mason Young Life and help the high school students in the community. That's this weekend, getting into the holiday spirit in downtown Mason. For KNL News, I'm Lynn Ferris. Landmark Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. Serving this area since 1975, we're third generation punchers and realtors who bring proven success and a team approach to helping you sell or buy real estate, ranches, homes, farms, weekend, and commercial properties. Call, stop by, or visit us online at LaneburgRealty.com. For the best service and market sales price, choose Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. You deserve a great deal on a great truck, a Chevrolet, and you deserve the deal from a great dealer, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks in Brady. Right now, Lukey's has an outstanding selection of new 2020 Chevrolet trucks on the lot, and best of all, they're all priced to sell. Come by Lukey's lot or check online at lukeys.com to see the terrific trucks and deals Lukey's has available. Deals like this, a 2020 Chevrolet Silverado 1500 Crew Cab, two-wheel drive, LT, Texas Edition, sale price to just $40,750. Or a 2020 Chevrolet Silverado Crew Cab 1500 four-wheel drive, LT Texas Edition, sale price to just $46,950. Visit Lukey's.com to see our entire inventory of new and pre-owned Chevrolet cars and trucks. We're certain you'll find the vehicle and the deal you deserve today. That's Lukey's.com. Lukey's, GM Cars and Trucks and Brady, your gateway to savings always. 95.3 95.3 KNEL. Um, we're back here live at the P Field in Pflugerville, uh, waiting this uh, Mason versus Shiner Thanksgiving Classic here, the regional round of the playoffs. Back on the same location, uh, just different uh, different personnel, different rosters. Although I'm, you know, thinking back three years ago, you had a lot of these uh, some players for, for the punchers, and uh, probably quite a bit of those seniors on that Shiner squad, you know, on the field for that game, and they remember. Mm-hmm. And they also remember the loss against Ferrier this time last year. It felt like, you know, they uh, let a championship run go. Uh, they're likely uh, not going to try uh, do much to repeat the same mistakes. 
Uh, I think they'll be well prepared. And, they, you know, obviously Mason, uh, not as, they're not as intimidated by us, I don't think, uh, this season. Uh, in the past, you know, it's, that's been our advantage. You know, Mason beats Shiner more often than not. And uh, we always had the dominant teams, uh, more offensive weapons. Uh, this uh, season, not so much the case, although uh, we do have some pretty good offensive stats this season. Uh, one, one of those stats uh, you know, is our passing game. Uh, Matthew Kerr, uh, he's been hovering around 70% uh, on the season, including playoffs. He's at 69% completion rate. Uh, 1167 yards, 13 touchdowns, only four picks. Uh, it's going to be a windy down there on this field tonight. Uh, this front blowing in, and that's really you know one of those years that Shiner did upset Mason was one of those. Uh, of course, we had a lot more heavy rain. It was cold. Uh, weather was you know a factor of just you know just bringing people down and getting them stopped. Uh, fumbles. Uh, don't have the precipitation. The wind could be a factor, especially in the kicking game, and uh, depending on which you know teams will likely not be calling a lot of throws into the wind. Uh, especially down the field. You're going to have about a 56-degree start time uh, winds at 360 degrees northwest, actually. You want to be precise there, blowing at a clip of about uh, 13 miles an hour right now. So a little bit of a gust across this uh, field from uh, uh, north uh, northwest to um, southeast here. Uh, so uh, we're sitting up here on the home side. Uh, Mason's going to be in all purple. Uh, with gray pants, purple helmet, purple jersey, gray pants, and uh, white numbers. And Shiner is in all white, I believe. Uh, I think they'll have purple lids, but uh, uh, they'll have white jerseys and white pants. And here they come out now out of the locker room uh, with only about six minutes left uh, before we get this one underway. But, uh, you know, I never thought we'd say this, Will, uh, in in my five years of doing this. um, Mason's going to have to worry about the win because they throw the ball. Oh, yeah, they can throw the ball. They've got a very capable quarterback. Uh, China's never been that traditional uh, pass-heavy team, uh, but they've got experience there. Uh, quarterback, I believe, number seven, Tyler Palmer, a big kid, you know, 185, 6285. Uh, we saw him throw into the wind in the pregame uh, about pads. So, obviously, you, know, you have a little more motion on those passes. Uh, they were just flicking that ball, and uh, they've definitely got speed this year all around. Uh, they've got multiple uh, four, four, five, forty speed players. Probably some, you know, one or two even under that. And so it's not just size and power. They've got the speed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, obviously defense. You know, it's not about can we stop them. We're not going to stop them every, every time. time. Every time. Yeah. We're going to have to stop them once or twice. As Coach uh, Burns used to always say, it comes down to those few plays. You can get in a tight, close ball game. You know, it comes down to a few plays. It makes some mistakes. But the secondary is obviously going to have to – they're going to have to swarm those ball carriers and not let them get uh, going downfield or around and uh, and just nickel and dime them to death, you know, somehow, some way. Here come the Mason Punchers. And, again, we – Mason is home. Our crowd's in the home stands here. And a nice – you know, it's the nicest venue we've played in all year. We've been here before, and we played this team in town before. Shiner, Manchies take the field. Like I said, Mason's in purple jerseys, gray pants, purple hats. Shiner's going to be in all white, purple helmets. And uh, it's definitely harder to see, you know, from our way up here in the crowd. Yeah, we're way up here. But uh, Blake Lewis, is uh, just for side note, is not dressed out tonight. 
uh, he is in uh, in jeans tonight. And that's unfortunate, uh, being a senior uh, like he is. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a senior. Um, you know, uh, hard for – he's a junior, excuse me. But, uh, you know, really made an impact on the front end of the season. Uh, really stepped up uh, when we had a couple of them go down. And so uh, it, uh, it's unfortunate he can't be in there this evening. But uh, your captains for tonight are Michael Longoria and uh, Brooks. And uh, Michael Longoria is not a little kid, but Brooks is a pretty big that's, kid. That's uh, uh, number seven. Oh, excuse uh, me, Tyler Palmer. Yeah, that's their quarterback. But he's still a big kid, yeah. too. Well, uh, every bit as uh, big as Michael, that's where it looks like it. Mm-hmm. There's the coin flip. And it appears Shiner wants the football. That was a very quick decision. So Shiner wins the coin toss and immediately, no hesitation, they want the football. Yep. And uh, good on both sides of the ball, but they're, you know, they've got a game plan, a script of plays that they want to run here. And uh, before we get underway, we're going to find where the flags are and uh, just leave it on for the national anthem here. Be Punchers will go to on defense first, uh, and they will kick off from our left to right. So, Shiner Comanches, uh, like Will said, zero hesitation on that coin flip, and uh, they wanted the football, and uh, they're going to get uh, the first show here as we get this one underway. Uh, tune in. Uh, tell your friends to come on and listen, 95.3 KNEL, and uh, you can listen several different ways to tune in app. Uh, KNL Radio, the podcast online, uh, and I'm maybe missing a few, but uh, uh, we're going to get this one underway, and you're Mason Punchers. Biggest game of the season, no doubt. So punchers uh, kick off first, and so they like to kick with the wind to begin the ball game. China will be running into the wind more than likely. They come out, and uh, interesting, they got – Four men stacked down there on the 30-yard line. Now they split it up. Number two, the other Brooks, Dalton Brooks, sophomore. Three deep. Three deep, standing all around the 20. Case and Jacoby set the kick off and just a little squib on the grounder and fielded it at the 35 by Shiner. Number six falls on it, and uh, Shiner will have it first and 10 from their own 35-yard line. 
Again, if you're just joining us, uh, one of our keys to the game is this front seven of this Mason Puncher defense uh, going to have to play as good a football game as they have all year, and uh, those front three especially. They're going to have to dominate and demand some double teams as uh, Shiner approaches the line from the 35-yard line where it'll be first and 10 as we get this ball game underway. Right in a split-back veer formation. And off right side, that's 22. Zane Rose gets through the initial contact. He's into the secondary midfield, down to the 40, and taken out way down in puncher territory. He's going to swap 35s as he goes all the way down the right side. Too many high arm tackles on that play. Uh, not going to bring this kid down uh, like that. Cody uh, did a good job coming in and just taking his legs out there to save the touchdown. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, 260 uh, is the running back's weight. Uh, he's he's not going to be taken down by the shoulder pads. So first and 10 on opposite 35 for Shiner as their second play of the ball game. I'm in the box for the punchers and off to number two, the other Brooks. Uh, he stopped him right there. Dalton Brooks on the carry gets about two. Two-yard gain. Right yeah, two-yard two gain on the right side for uh, uh, the other Brooks brother as uh, we'll see them rotate in and out pretty heavy as uh, this ball game goes on, I'm sure. But uh, second down and eight from the uh, 34-yard line is Shiner Comanches. Chase Montague Mo- comes in. You know, Montiano was anchoring at the nose to begin this ball game as Shiner comes out, same formations, split backfield. On receiver left, they give it toss to Doug Brooks. Big guy jumps through the line, crashes a yard short of the first down. Just like a human truck running through there as uh, he takes two Mason punchers for a ride for two yards. Going to bring a third down and short from the 28-yard line where it'll be third and two. They're just going uh, between the tackles right, between the tackles left. We knew this was going to be the case. I'm not – I'm not sure why we're stacking those extra guys on the outside, but uh, keeps them from running to the edge, I guess. But back to it again. This time they go back to the other Brooks. He bounces it out, has the edge, makes a move down to 20. Those are stiff arm and out of bounds at puncher 15. First down, Comanche. The edge is uh, is not in the puncher's favor at this point, as uh, two two purple jerseys get cratered on the on the edge of that line. Uh, big hole to the right side takes it all the way down to the 15 yard line. First down and 10, all the way down to the Mason Puncher 15. Shiner has the football on this initial drive. I'll be back in the split-back rear formation. Quarterback just takes it up the middle on the sneak into the secondary. On his feet, touchdown, Shiner Comanches. Yeah. He just pulled what uh, we saw a lot last week against Kennedy. Just kept it himself. Quarterback sneaked it from 15 yards out. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, easy, easy initial drive there for Shiner as uh, they run it uh, right up the nose uh, every time. Kicked it out a couple of times. Uh, that drive was led by their stud running back, number two, Doug, or number one, Doug Brooks, as uh, he busted open some big gains. Left-footed kicker comes in and puts the extra point through. Shiner leads Mason 7-0. to zero. That was kicked through by number six, Cash Shows. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just, you know, he had, had, held him to a third down. I mean, that's all he can do. Uh, unfortunately, it was just third and short, and that was one of their bigger uh, breakout plays. One thing I noticed, that first run uh, was by number 22, their, uh, their senior tailback, and, uh, you know, McBee got him pretty good. He didn't come back in. Uh, yeah, he snagged him on his chin. They, <laughs> they just reloaded with uh, 
the younger Brooks, number two, got most of the carries on that drive and uh, capped off by a quarterback sneak, a long quarterback sneak run by the quarterback number seven. Even more important right here is how you respond from an offensive standpoint. Uh, we're going to see the spirit of these kids. Uh, you know, it could have been a pretty deflating drive if you allow it to be. Uh, don't let that one linger. Now, understand that Shiner's going to put points on the board, but you've got to respond in your own way uh, and get back to playing your type of football, especially on this opening drive from an offensive standpoint. Uh, Pouncers are going to be uh, receiving the ball from our left to right. Uh, if you're just joining us uh, with uh, 10 minutes and 11 seconds still on the clock in this first quarter, your punchers trail this one 7 to nothing as Comanche drives it down on uh, six plays and scores uh, as they started that one from their own 35. Got a good-looking kicker out there. He's actually number five, number six. And uh, he's left-footed, kicks it down deep into the wind, until it at the 20. Hayden Harding makes the reverse. Oh, should have cut it up right there. He should have. He does. And tackled at the 25 after a few spin moves. Uh, just a little delay there on cutting it up the field. Yeah. Nice and bunch of offense takes over. Their own 25-yard line. So they're moving from our left to right. Mason's first possession of the ball game, and uh, Matthew Kerr and crew need to get out there and get on the line and <clears throat> make an impression against the Shiner defense. Yeah, number one also plays defense for the Comanches. Doug Brooks, he'll anchor at the defensive tackle position. Punchers come out, shotgun. Receiver split wide either side as Kerr. Long snap count. Play action, straight drop back throw. Steps up on the run, trying to get the edge. He does. He's at the 40. He's at midfield. And Brooks just nudges him out of bounds. Good take up there by the quarterback, Matthew Kerr. Not many times you see the defensive tackle run down the quarterback, but uh, uh, nonetheless, Brooks, uh, they did a good job double-teaming him and getting some bodies on him. Kept him out of the face of Kerr. Uh, we got a flag on the play, though. We got a false start on the offense. Legal, uh, legal motion. Legal motion on the offense. So uh, that's going to take uh, what should have been about a 35-yard gain uh, back to uh, first and uh, 15. I don't know if that, that wasn't a legal man downfield, but anyway, he takes it, yeah. So uh, just like that, uh, penalties cannot uh, cannot hurt these punchers. Unfortunately, uh, on the initial play, they did, as uh, Matthew Kerr did a good job of uh, holding the pocket and then uh, expanding the play with his legs. Uh, Would have had the ball down around the Comanche 40, but uh, now backed up to their own 19-yard line, where it'll be first and 15. Diamond backfield. Curry's going to be under center. Two tight ends set. Hand off right side. Good hole as Rollin Jordan makes his way across the original line of scrimmage to 26. Good form blocking right there from the punchers as they're just able to shift those big bodies in the right direction. Uh, they move the tackle over to the center portion or to the to our near side. And more when you move Brooks out of the way at 260. Uh, you can create a big hole. Uh, Montague and group, uh, look like Montague and Hintz both got on him and uh, were able to create a big hole there. That's going to bring them back uh, to the to a second and nine, so across the original line of scrimmage where they'll have a second down and nine. Using two fullbacks again. This time they go right hash, strong left. Six men on the line. Kerr, play action pass. Fade route over the head of J.J. Ake incomplete. J.J. kind of quit him on the route there as they were getting handsy, but uh, uh, Matthew thought he was going to keep going. He could have had him as J.J. had position, but uh, brings up a long third down and nine situation yeah. there. I'm not quite sure why you 
why you run that on a second down. I understand you want to save it uh, down, but uh, definitely uh, threw the defense off. Uh, <coughs> they were expecting a run. Uh, but yeah, to put you in a third and long. Put you in a third and long, back in your own hole there. Um, see what happens here. Third down and nine uh, situation. Ball sits on the 27-yard line. Extra protection for Kerr. He's in the shotgun. Here they come. Play action, straight drop back. Ben pressure throws. And over the head of Ake again, incomplete. Safety had a shot at it, but uh, just a lot. Bullet throw, and yeah. punchers will have to punt. Punchers are going to have to punt right here. I'm not sure what happened there. Other than uh, Kerr got put on his back heels and just sailed that one over J.J. Ake. He was open out here around the 30-yard line. Not sure he would have got the first down had he caught it anyway. But uh, nonetheless, punchers are going to punt this one away on their first possession. Uh, balls on the 27-yard line. Hayden Harden goes back. Shiner will have good position again. Hayden. Hayden. Oh, best snap. Harden gets the kickoff on the I'm not sure. tackles. Josh, great effort. He had two guys on him. He just got to congrats. Yeah, that. no doubt. Wow, uh, being, uh, not sure how he stepped off his feet when he kicked that. Not sure how he kicked that football, but oh my goodness! Coach McLeod just said thanks, son. Yeah, getting that one off. So Shiner's going to have great field position as they start this one on the puncher forty-nine. Shiner leads Mason seven to zero. They get the ball back near midfield or at midfield, and they'll start their second offensive series. First and 10 from the 49. Palmer talks to his backs. Two tight end sets, split backfield. Now they motion 25 from left to right. I don't like this one. Shiner's going to take their first time out of the ball game. And we'll stay right here and thank a few of our sponsors as uh, the Comanches lead this one 7 to nothing with 8.47 on the clock. Your punchers trail this one. But uh, we couldn't do this broadcast without uh, all of our sponsors. And we'd like to thank... Uh, the Commercial Bank, who's a proud sponsor of the Mason Puncher Games. Find them at tcbmason.com. The Commercial Bank, it's a better way to bank. Also, I'd like to thank Langberg Realty, the choice of the Hill Country since 1975. And uh, tonight's coverage is brought to you by Mason's Bank. Welcome home to Mason Bank. Mason's Bank of choice since 1904. Shiner takes a quick time, offensive timeout. They were motioning a tailback out of the backfield, number 25. Trevor Haynes, senior, tailback 160. And uh, they're going to send him wide, kind of set up something here. Shiner leads Mason 7-0, 8-47 remaining in the first quarter. Shiner has a whole slew of running backs listed on the roster, and that Haynes is also listed as a cornerback. So he's got some speed. They motion him out again. They run speed option right side. Palmer keeps it himself and gets a good pickup out to the 44-yard line. Just a big pile of white bodies there as they push them across the uh, the 45 down to the 43-yard 44-yard line. Uh, gained five yards just on a quarterback lean forward. Actually, they're setting up a uh, kind of a play action option. You know, he'll run down the line of scrimmage and then drop back to throw. But I expect he'll do out of that formation and uh, split backfield, two tight end set. Motion number two out on the right side. Yep, there's that tight end dump right over the middle, and he breaks two tackles into the end zone. Touchdown, Comanche. Man. They go to the tight end, number 12, Tyler Bishop. Nobody uh, nobody home there uh, to uh, to cover that. Uh, just too quick off the line as uh, he touches nobody. you got to bump him, check him, do something, 
as uh, number 22, or, or number 12 there, excuse me, had plenty of speed once he got out there. Just a big, big set of kids here on this Shiner offense as uh, they go in for their second score of the game. Five, Connor Winkenwerger. That was the extra point. Gets it up. Top of the uprights is good. Shiner leads Mason 14-0. to Only four minutes off the clock here in the first quarter. And uh, they showed how potent they are on that set up a play action, faked option, and went over the heads of the linebackers to the tight end. And uh, Mason uh, get another shot on offense. Yeah, Mason, uh, remember, go back to that original play as uh, Mason was able to uh, – to, uh, Kerr was able to come out of the pocket and take it for about a 35-yard run, but uh, that was negated by a uh, – uh, it looked like an offside penalty to me, Will, but as he – or a legal motion, one of the two. But uh, um, anyway, uh, negated what would have been a big first down for the punchers and then uh, forced them into a three and out as they could not recover from first and 15. But uh, Hayden Harding uh, had, a, had a good opportunity here to uh, uh, return that initial kick uh, that the punchers were able to receive and got it back down to the 30. So, uh, you know, these little things like this are going to be crucial as we move forward, and Mason Puncher defense going to have to find a way as Comanche scores uh, with ease on their first two possessions. They're fixing to kick this one off. Eight eight minutes on the clock here in the fourth first quarter. Still, fourteen to nothing is the lead over your Mason Punchers. Harding and Jordan they switch sides down there, standing at their own ten. Left footed kicker kind of kind of uh, pulled it to the right side on his last one, and he kicks a line drive kick, lands at the twenty. Jordan tries to yeah, fields it off the bounce, takes it straight up the left hash. And he gets out across the 25. So similar uh, starting field position for the puncher offense. And Mason Puncher's going to have to find a way here. Uh, obviously, uh, that front four of Shiner didn't do as much damage as I thought they would uh, on that initial play. Maybe they were filling them out. I don't know. But uh, kind of just, just stood straight up. And, and waited for us. And, mm-hmm. then, and then they got so much speed, they just pursued the football. Yeah, it became reactionary on some of that. So... Hunter offense back out on the field. Kerr's going to be under center. Wing T set. One receiver split wide to the right. Full back toss left side. That's Ty Spencer trying to get some running room out there. Picks up maybe a yard. Yeah, a yard maybe two on the play, but uh, a lot of white jerseys got there quickly. So it's going to bring up a second down and eight. Ball's going to be on the 27-yard line. Justin Keller, Ron Todd coming for... Cage Watson goes off. I saw one come off, two go in. Not sure about that. <laughs> Maybe one of them has a play. I I, yeah, I hope I missed one of them coming out. Like a receiver down here on the far side. Mason. On the field, or excuse me, 11 men on the field. Wing set, strong right. Shiner's front, five shifts. Now we get it on the reverse trap play. Make the toss and get it back to... Is that down there, Rollin Jordan? Yeah, Rollin Jordan. And, uh, man, I wish they'd have flung him and let him go because he would have come and kicked it outside yeah. and had plenty of room. But uh, they hold on to him, and he crosses the 30 to the 31, uh, which uh, is going to bring up a third down in five. So Mason facing their second third down of the ball game uh, here early, or they're on, on that many possessions. 6.40 on the clock. Comanches lead this one 14 to nothing. Yeah, I need, a, need a first down, need some momentum. 
seen this drive Kirby in the shotgun, but he's got three back set in front of him. Option, gives it to Jordan, sheds a tackle, has the first out across the 40 and out of bounds at the 43. First down punchers, and a good effort there by number Yeah. Number two, Brooks. Uh, man, that's the brother. They have him at 175. I think that's an undershot, just a lot. He's a good 200. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, man. I haven't, haven't seen 22 come back in, so he really put a put a wallop on him. Yeah, a good, uh, good run there by uh, Ryland Jordan to get the first first down of the game for the punchers as uh, they've got the ball on the on the 44-yard line. Curve, pistol, play action. There he is. Deep across the there field. he is. Watson, one-handed. Oh, oh man. goodness. Had a one-hand on it at the 20 behind the secondary. Incomplete. He hurt his shoulder again as uh, he was uh, – he was hurt coming into this one, but uh, dang sure hurt it again when he fell right there. So, uh, anyway, he was wide open on the play. Uh, just could not uh, come down with the football. So, uh, there's, there's going to be some opportunities in this one. Uh, you're kind of burning them early but uh, and not capitalizing. But uh, dang sure got to get back out there and uh, and do something here. Second down at 10, 40, balls on the 44-yard line, 6-11 on the clock. Hunters uh, trail this one by 14. Uh, formation, two tight end set. Fullback dive, and Brooks wraps him up and Ooh. body slams him. We got forward progress on that. Yeah, it did get a little forward progress. Yeah. That's going to bring up a uh, third down and eight. Uh, wrestling move. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he body slammed him. So uh, that's, that's, there's no, uh, there's no other, other track for that. So, uh, here comes in Scantlin for the first time in the ball game. Uh, Fourteen to nothing is the score. Comanche leads this one. Mason facing the third down and eight. Yeah, trying to get to midfield again. Backfield. Jordan moves over to the left. Curry's gonna be under center. Lead play right side. Nowhere to go. And no. Hunters are stopped cold on that run play. Not sure why they wouldn't. Try uh, play action there, but yeah, it runs all over, runs all over uh, Mason Puncher offensive line there. It uh, brings up a fourth down and uh, about seven from the forty-seven. So uh, seeing what uh, punchers do here, Hayden Hardy uh, had caught a bad snap and uh, was able to get it off while somebody had him holding him in the air. So we'll see what he can do here as he's on his own thirty-five. Number two Brooks goes back. And this one's just going to fly out of bounds at 25, where Shiner's offense will take over. They've scored quickly on their first two possessions. Longest field that the Shiner Comanches are going to have to face, though, is this going to be on the 22-yard line is where they'll have their third possession. They already lead this one by two scores. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Mason Building and Supply, your hometown general store, and Willow Creek Cafe, your homestyle home style cooking at its best. They're open seven days a week. Comanche offense is... Uh, is raring to go as they get to the line quickly. Mason Puncher defense still standing around. Get down, get ready, let's go. Uh, you got to make a stop right here. Palmer under center. Pass back toss right side. That's the number 22. And uh, he breaks, nearly breaks the tackle out there. Flag on the play, though. Flag on the play as it came in late. We'll see if that's not a face mask as uh, – there was lots of hands th- going up as uh, they rolled up over there on the near on the far side. 
So uh, White Hat threw the flag. That was freshman Ryan Todd out there making the tackle, open field. He is a good open field tackle because he just hadn't played on this level yet. Got a holding call. That's good on uh, Comanches. So uh, let's back them up a little bit closer to their end zone. Ball's going to sit uh, right about the line, original line of scrimmage as uh, he did gain about five yards on the play. So it'll be uh, redo. Let's do uh, redo first down and 10 from the 22. Connor still leading Mason 14 to 0, 430 left in the first quarter. I go handoff. We play left side big hole. Oh, my God. He's through the secondary. He's gone. No one's going to catch him. Brody Baker closest one, and that's about, that is uh, accelerating. Touchdown, Comanche. As the other Brooks. Wow. Dalton Brooks. Takes it in 20. Or, well, that was uh, 78 yards. Yep. 78 yard run right up the gut. Uh, there was a hole that uh, uh, Will and I could have drove our pickups through side by side, and uh, he takes it to the house. There was nobody catching him, as uh, he has plenty of speed to spare. Yeah, Roy Baker started out about 10 yards behind him and turned into 20 by the time he got to the end zone. 20 to nothing is your score. Number five slices it through. Extra point is good. I don't know, has a 21 to nothing lead over the punchers. We'll take a quick 30-second commercial break. Be right back. 30 seconds for Mason Puncher. Playoff football, 95.3. All hat and no the folks at Nine Bar Land and Cattle are a different breed of realtors. They are ranchers. They sell ranches. They know the hill country, the land, the lenders, the pros you need to run a ranch. When you go to buy your ranch, be sure your realtors aren't all hat and no cattle. On the web at WeSellRanchLand.com. All hat and no cattle ain't gonna get it done. 95.3 KNEL. Back here, 422 remaining in the first quarter, and Shiner takes a three-score, 21 to nothing lead over the punchers on a big 78-yard run by uh, sophomore number two, Dalton Brooks. Discouraging, because it just tells you they've got up-and-coming, <laughs> more up-and-coming talent. Yeah, a lot of familiar names. Uh, a lot of familiar names on this uh, Shiner roster. Uh, one that stuck out to me was Nedlin, uh Derelic. Mm-hmm. Winsky, Winkenwerder, a lot mm-hmm. of Winkenwerders, Shiner, Texas. And they'll be kicking off again. Number five, Connor Winkenwerder, the kicker, senior. He's got a pretty good leg. Yeah, he's a soccer-style kicker. Checks right, checks left, and uh, hooks one down to the 20. Harding picks it up off the bounce, and he's already he's gone. tackled. Uh, never got go- turned up field. They were down there in a hurry. Yeah, down to the uh, down to the fifteen. Uh, so Mason Mason's not, Mason's not going to have very good field position as they start this drive. Got to get something rolling on the opposite side of the ball. Uh, have fooled them a couple of times with some play action, but uh, cannot complete those passes. Uh, uh, one to Gage Watson and one to uh, JJ Ake. Uh, could not get those get those uh, passes completed. Both of them hit their hands, but uh, nonetheless. See what uh, see what happens here. Yeah, when that had a back. had a uh, another holding play, another holding call on the punchers. So that backs them up inside their ten, all the way down to the nine yard line. So 
you can bet you that the Comanche's ears are pinned back on this one, and uh, they're going to force the issue with Mason back up, backed up against their own end zone. Baltimore Hunter Goodwin goes in. Ryan Todd's split wide left. Curry's going to be in the shotgun inside the zone five. Play action. Gives it off. Scantling. Nowhere. And uh, spins it up a couple of yards head across the 10 to the 11. So uh, Brings up a second down and eight uh, from the 11-yard line as uh, your Mason Puncher for four minutes on the clock here in the go in this first quarter. Trail this one 21 to nothing. Spencer comes in. The young uh, JV call-ups getting some starting playing time early. I'm talking out there on defense. Hunter Goodwin comes in on the offensive side to play the other tight end. They've earned their spot. Gage Watson in the game split right to the near side. And they go play action. Kirk keeps it himself, tries to get around the right side and uh, pursued, tackled across the 15. Yeah, it's going to be a third down and somewhat manageable. As uh, it's going to be a third down about four, ball is going to, like uh, Will said, going to be on the 15-yard line. And uh, this will be a third, every down or every possession we face a third down. So uh, we have achieved a first down, uh, but uh, that was on the last drive. And uh, we've had a couple of really good plays that have been negated uh, by some flags. So spread it out here with two fullbacks in the backfield next to Kerr. And he hands off right side. Ryland Jordan trying Nowhere. to get the first. He's going to be two yards short. Yeah, two yards short of the first down. I mean, you could kind of yeah. see what was coming there. Uh, but that uh, Shiner defense, just too quick laterally. Uh, and they get off the line extremely well. And we're able to shut that down. Fourth down and two uh, from the 17-yard line. Uh, figure that uh, yeah, we'll, Hayden Harding will put, put his leg into this one. We have time, still has a win at their back. 225 remaining in the first quarter. Shiner leads Mason 21 to 0. But your offense forced to three and out. Gonna have to punt this one off. Hayden standing his own five. Punt off. Good punt, but it's gonna be land at the fifty. Takes a good puncher bounce down across the forty to the 30, <clears throat> 37, 38 yard lines with the Shiner offense gets the ball back. Uh, Mason, you know, we held them to one third down, uh, playing that for their first offensive series, and since then they've uh, scored lightning quick. Not a lot to think, nine bar land and cow. Find us at we sell ranchland.com in Hard to Texas Ford, where every deal comes straight from the heart. Puncher defense going to have to pick it up here as uh, this game is going to be long over with uh, if uh, if we don't. So uh, both sides of the football for the punchers are going to have to play a little harder. Shiner, very simple formation. Split backfield. They go to 25 again over the right tackle, and he stood up at the 45. It's going to be a eight-yard pickup on the carry. That was uh, number 25, Trevor Haynes, a senior running back. And, oh, Hunter Goodwin got in there at the linebacker position as well. Uh, we've seen him, man. He's 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 been fun to watch. He's going to be fun to watch as years to come. He's he's not scared to put helmet to helmet to football. As uh, he's uh, he's in there. The only problem with putting this youth in there at linebacker is just that uh, it's youth and inexperience. So, nonetheless, uh, still old school, old school fashion. Tackle the guy with the ball. Backfield triple option right side to get to the fullback twenty-two, and uh, he's people. And uh, the import progress. Oh my bad, goodness! Bad spot. Holy smokes! Stopped at the 
45. He never got past the 45-yard line, and they're giving him the 46 or 7. Yeah, well, he's, he's been on his feet, but we were pushing him sideways across the 45-yard line. Wow. Right, third down and – They don't need any help, Scott. No. So, uh, third down and short for uh, Shiner. Third down and two from the 46-yard line is where Shiner will have the football. 22 back in the game, Rhodes. They give it to him left side. And we're doing a good job of somebody getting him low and then swarming through the football. He gets enough for the first. All you got to do is slow him down. So, uh, nonetheless, first down and 10 for Shiner. Uh, ball on the 49-yard line, so he, they saved him from crossing midfield. 34 seconds left to go here in this first quarter. Shiner, Bob, or Shiner Comanches, excuse me, went lead this one 21 to nothing. Same formation. Switch back to wide out. Super split wide left. Quarterback Palmer keeps himself on the sneak. This time uh, slowing down a little earlier, but he still gets about three. He spun out of the first tackle. Uh, you're going to get about three yards. That's going to send us into the second quarter. It looks like uh, uh, your punchers trail this one 21 to nothing. Uh, we'd like to thank uh, Hill Country Collision Repair. Accidents happen. Hill Country Collision Repair will make a car like new again. Estimates are free. Call them at 325-347-5767, and they'll get you back on the road again. Also, I'd like to thank Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks. Your savings, your, your getaway to savings, always. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. Southern Ranches over Texas. And the Mason Puncher Club, promoting and supporting Mason athletes. Uh, again, 21 and nothing is your score here. Let's take a 30-second break, and we'll be right back here with more Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. The Mason Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, flag corps, puncher Pete, and the twirlers a very successful and a safe year. Mason Punchers Club invites you to join them in supporting the punchers. Don't miss the UIL Football State Championships on December 18th through 21st at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Tickets are available to purchase now through Ticketmaster. For more information, visit UILTexas.org. 95.3 KNEL. We're back here to start the second quarter. Shannon's already got a big 21 to nothing lead as we switch ends of the field. Number one, Doug Brooks back in the game in the backfield. They'll do the split back, one receiver to the right, toss sweep to the other Brooks, and uh, he's pursued wide, and uh, we're going to have a good pickup. He's going to be a yard or two short of the first down. Yeah, he's just kind of nitpicking his way across there. Those guys, uh, you're going to really have to hit and wrap up, I mean, when you're tackling. These guys are used to taking some blows, so – and they're big. And so, uh, you know, just knocking them off their feet, they got pretty good balance. They're square built. Uh, and so, you know, you're going to have to hit them and hold on. Uh, not just, uh, not just, well, yes, try to, try to knock them out of bounds. Wait for the rest of the cavalry. Yeah. Third down and two. Hunter showing blitz. And off to the big rook's left side. And he's just, I mean, just plowing people. Yeah, plowing through the defense. For another Shiner Comanche first down, and uh, takes it out near to the <clears throat> puncher 31-yard line. First and 10 for Comanches. Uh, Mason puncher defense going to have to find a new gear here as uh, 
they're getting uh, they're just getting kind of steamrolled out there. You know, the one thing about it, uh, taking Matthew Kerr out on the defensive side of the football, uh, but uh, he is a bigger body, and so uh, you know, putting him back in there, uh, you know, at some point may be beneficial. And this time they go back to Brooks. This is only his third carry of the game. This time we stand him up, and Goodwin goes and finishes off carry on top, and uh, we hold go Brooks to a two-yard carry. Yeah, it's going to bring up uh, about a second down and six. As uh, I tell you, uh, second down and seven. Excuse me, from the thirty-one yard line, or twenty-eight yard line. I tell you, stop! And somebody got low, and uh, the rest of the crew got there in a hurry, and uh, we'll try to do a second down and eight. That slight hesitation on those on those option handoffs, uh, or what's been the wrinkle thus far for the Mason yeah. defense. Now they go stacked receivers. As Palmer goes in the shot. Oh, that's that. Quarterback picks it up. Nice. Oh, he couldn't tackle. Reversing field. Drag back block. That's going to be a flag. As yeah. Palmer's going to be sacked. Good job, Ryland Jordan. Way back. And the flag. Five. I would, uh, I'd take the sack. Yeah. Loss of down. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, take the sack. Loss of down. So, good defense. Or, uh, off the botch. High snap. That's the first time Shiner's gone into a shot. Personal foul, crackback block on uh, Shiner. That penalty's going to be a decline. We'll take the sack. That's going to move him all the way back uh, to the uh, 44-yard line. So it's going to bring up a uh, third down, or, yeah, what should be a third down and about uh, 20. They're down in 35 is what the scoreboard shows. Uh, that's a bit it's about third and 25. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Shiner, uh looked like they were going to throw it there or do a little jet sweep. Yeah, see what happens here. Now, remember, uh, the younger Brooks brother busted one for 78 while ago, so uh, it is plenty doable. Other receivers, they go reverse to the other Brooks. Get him, get him. kind of score. Yeah. As he just, they just run the reverse, and uh, we, we, we had a man there. And he breaks break the tackle. and Rylan Jordan had a blocker on him as he was trying to tackle him and uh, just could not make it happen. So uh, uh, a negative play. Flag, flag back at the 35. See what happens here. So this one likely could be coming back. They pick it up, though. So no flag. Touchdown is good. Hmm. Shiner's about to extra point pending. Go up 28-0. to zero. As uh, we begin the second quarter here, 9.30 left on the clock. And that time they were 45-yard run on the kind of a fake option reverse back to number two. That's his second big run of the night. Number five, Winkenwerder's kick is good. So what do you do? Tackle them. <laughs> get in there and get them hit. The uh, problem is with the punchers, uh, you know, this bunch isn't as swarmy as uh, some of those other defenses as we've seen. And there was a lot of men standing in the middle of the field yeah. as he was running back and forth across there. And you just got to uh, you got to swarm the football just a little bit better than that. Uh, Defensive end stayed at home, but, you know, you can be at home, but number two can run around you. Yeah, you can be at home. Ronald Jordan, Jordan gave it all he had out there on the outside edge, but uh, – being blocked and trying to take down number two is like uh, asking to move a mountain. So, uh, 28 to nothing is the score. Comanche's on time here in the uh, start of the, well, about half, a third of the way through the second quarter, 929 on the clock. And uh, it's been all Brooks brothers, uh, really, 
uh, in this one, with the exception of a couple of other run plays. But uh, Comanche scoring at will here, and uh, Mason defense and offense got to find somewhere to go and somewhere to be. Uh, you got to just buckle down at this point and start to chip away at the score. Make a stop. Make a score. I mean, that's, uh, uh, I understand that's, uh, that's pretty dumb logic there, but, uh, it, it is just that simple here right now. Shutters number five kicking with the wind. And this is likely going to go to the end zone. I don't know why we're fair catching it inside the five. What? Robin Jordan just fair caught it, uh, would have gone in, in and out of the end zone, likely. Yeah, he should have just let it go. But uh, they're going to fair catch this one and take it at the 25. If you fair catch it back there, you get get a touchback. Anyway, first and 10 puncher offense trying to get something established. I think they had a big run to open uh, their first offensive series. And uh, as Mike has mentioned, you know, missed a couple of big wide open pass plays. Uh, we could have got some points on the board. With that or late to the ball game, but. Two uh, tight ends for Kerr's in the shotgun. He's got a diamond backfield. Who's right? Takes a snap off the ground, keeps himself right side over the tackle, push out near the 28 yard line. Yeah, he's going to be gaining a three on the play, bring up a second down and seven from the uh, 28. See what uh, see what happens here. Got, uh, Tate Spencer, Tate Spencer coming back in on offense. So uh, I haven't seen him on offense much at all since he played quarterback. Yeah, first uh, early in the season, two games of the season. And they swap, move the formation to the left. Two tight ends curve, shotgun. He's going to call his number left side and find the crease. Gets that across the 30 to the 34. It's going to be a yard or two short of the first. Yeah, it's going to be uh, number three, uh, Micah Carson, uh, coming in from the free safety position to have to take him down. But third down and short, uh, probably the best third down opportunity that uh, Mason's seen thus far. Third down and three. And so, uh, surely we can get three on these Comanches. Ball sits on the 32-yard line. That's a scary thing, too. You've got two sophomores starting on the defensive side of the ball for Shiner. Both safeties. Mm-hmm. Fast and big. That will be back. Mm-hmm. Third down and three. All in there on 32. Hunter's break huddle. Rush to the line of scrimmage. Trying to get a quick playoff. Play action, straight throw back. Kerr looking for wet tether over the middle, incomplete. A drag route and uh, had pressure in his face and coverage was good as well. I'm not quite sure I understand that one exactly. I would, I would roll Kerr out, give him a run pass option. And nonetheless, fourth down and uh, three for the punchers. They're going to have to punt once again. Uh, you know, you, gain, you run the ball twice there and you gain seven yards. That's a three-and-a-half-yard average. And all you have is three yards to get. Why wouldn't you try to put it on the ground one more time and at least make that a fourth down and I think half a yard? Maybe try to disguise Whit Tedder there. But, uh, yeah, but Whit Tedder, Tedder's not your most speedy yeah. receiver. So I don't think he's caught a pass all season or been thrown on. It's Harding forced to punt again into the wind. The wind does knock it down right at midfield, but takes a good bounce all the way down near the Shiner 40. Down. Ryan tied, and so Shiner gets the ball back. Defense has to stay on the field. 
defense has been on the field quite a bit of the game, and uh, 28 to nothing is uh, your score here in uh, Pflugerville as uh, the punchers trail this one in big fashion as uh, the Brooks brothers and tandem have been uh, very, very difficult to bring down here. Shiner Comanche's uh, just big up front, doing a real good job. Running backs uh, take a lot of heat. Quarterback uh, got plenty of speed as well, and they hadn't utilized him quite yet, but they've uh, tried. Puncher defense got to make a stop. Backfield handoff right side. Goes to number 25 in the corner over here. Uh, excuse me, that's Dayton Scanlon. He uh, had penetration, came back to make the tackle. Yeah, going to make some push up field. Here comes Matthew Kerr on the field. Uh, he's going to throw another big body in there at the safety position uh, to come down and try to stop this run head on. But uh, the uh, Shiner Comanches uh, gained five yards, six yards there on uh, what should have been a negative play. This Mikey comes back in. He's alongside Tino Montiano there on the defensive tackle spots. They go handoff left side. Oh, thank you, Turf Monster. I don't know. If it, was that Turf Monster? Is somebody? It was either Tub Monster or that was uh, Rylan Jordan over there got a shoelace. But uh, nonetheless, he stops him right across the first down marker as uh, first down and 10 for the Comanches as the ball uh, is going to be on the 48-yard line of the punchers. 28 to nothing is still the score. Comanche driving at will. <clears throat> yeah, they're in the, in the puncher territory right across midfield. Play action, bootleg, roll to the right. They throw it to the flats, to the tight end, number 12. He scored earlier. And Buncher's uh, have him down right around the first down marker. I think he's got enough. And this tight end is kind of mouthy. He gets up. Yeah, that's kind of unheard of there. Number 12 uh, kind of gets in the face of uh, of Tate Spencer. And, 12, uh, Tyler Bishop, junior tight end, defensive end. He's the kind, when you got the ball in his hands, he's, Going to fight for more yards. And no doubt. Uh, see what happens here. See who this goes on. As uh, this could be uh, a big play right here if it goes puncher's way. But uh, number 12 was. Uh, Got up Malvin in the face of. Yeah, ever. <clears throat> quite a host of punchers tackling him over here on the home sideline. That time he was a little, a little too wide open out here in the flats. See what happens here. They may call a double personal foul. And Shiner, personal foul on Shiner. Yeah, we got a targeting on the play as he kicks the helmet at the, of a puncher, and uh, he is ejected from the football game. Well, that's- so uh, no more number twelve. You can scratch him off the roster. Already done us damage with his touchdown reception earlier. Second score of the game, but uh, still good to see. He just looks like a fighting type. Yep, he is gone. So, uh, nonetheless, uh, 28 to uh, nothing is still your score here with 6 24 on the clock. Re- brings up a first down and 10 from the uh, from the 51. I mean, so 49. Got a run off tackle left. That time the puncher defense gets some good penetration. Yeah, they got him good that time. He only gains about two, about a yard and a half on the play as uh, it's going to bring it down to the 49. Bring Brooks Brothers back on the field. Yep, naturally. And uh, those are your studs. He's here tonight. Second down and nine from the 49-yard line. 
Panthers just have to do something here, put them in a third, another third and long position, and not let them. Well, they scored on the third and longest that we put them in, <laughs> and they scored from seventy-eight yards out. So, uh, you know, got to do something here, contain them, what have you. Number two gets in the secondary. They run toss sweep, looking for running room. Stiff arms the edge defender, wow. and uh, he's out tackled out of bounds. Ron Todd uh, in kind of came in, and finished him off. Uh, he's he's just tall, lanky. Yeah, you know, he's got long reach, hard to get. Get low on him. He just manned up on. Uh, he just manned up on old Kerr, and Kerr didn't get low enough, and uh, he shoved him back for about five yards. So, uh, going to bring up a third down and two for Shiner. Ball uh, ball's going to be on the forty-three yard line. So uh, definitely manageable here. Puncher defense needs to make a stop. I would say with their score, it's still four down territory for Shiner, but it's only about to give it to number one. Backfield toss sweep to Doug Brooks. Left side has a lot of running room. Has a blocker in front of him. Has a lot of running room. Has two blockers. The flag comes in. One man to beat. Brooks is going to carry tacklers into the end zone. Would be touchdown for Shiner, but likely coming back on a holding. Q flag. That back is a 30. Hope that's the right call there. We had a puncher go down in the end zone. See who that is. It's like Brody Baker. But uh, he would have scored on the play. Let's see what happens here. There are two flags, like Will said, in the vicinity of holding. Hope so, because that means that's a... Shiner's uh, coach, Daniel Boddicker, out on the field. Of course, he's just getting the play call. Quarterback and receiver over there. Yeah, it's got a hold. It is a hold against Shiner. Uh, first down. Yeah, still a first down. Foul. Yep. They picked up the first and would have scored, but first down. Comanches ball on the puncher thirty-eight. Palmer goes under center, hand off right side. Oh, they got him! They got him! They got him! Twenty-five. Got Scantlin. He comes in there and gets a hold of him and doesn't let go. As that's going to be the first uh, negative play. Well, it was a tackle in the backfield. But they spotted him at the line of scrimmage. I'm not sure how. <laughs> Never got back to the line of scrimmage. No. They tackled him at the 40. Nonetheless, uh, it's going to they be. Don't, and they don't need the rest to help. No. 38-yard <laughs> 38, 38 is where they're going to have the ball. It'll be second down at 10. I'm not sure how he ever got there. But, uh, anyway, good job, Scantling. I guess you're going to tackle him for a 10-yard loss get a 5-yard loss. Backfield receiver left. They pitch it to Dane Rhodes, 22. Now he goes around the corner, stiff-arming some defenders and tackled out of bounds, puncher 28. Wow, how is that not a personal foul? Shiner, Shiner puncher player gets up and uh, throws the football at Ty Spencer, uh, bounces it off his yeah. back. But uh, nonetheless, first down uh, for Shiner. Uh, ball on the 27-yard line. A little bit of uh, chippiness uh, from Shiner that we hadn't seen yeah. in years past. They're but a lot, a lot cockier, for sure. And they give it to Doug Brooks. Left side. He's into the secondary run. Todd tries to bring him down, but he's just too big. I mean, yeah, just no our freshman call-up. Touchdown, Comanche. Doug Brooks gets the touchdown that was called back earlier on a 28-yard run. 
I talked to him, came up, tried to make an open field tackle, but man, you gotta got him too high. You know, hit him, wrapped up. Got him too high, so need to be down around the legs, and I uh, can't tackle him up around the numbers for sure. Not in this game. Number <clears throat> five, Winkenwerger comes out, try the extra point. They wait on forty-four to. I think that was number 12's position. They're going to call a uh, flag on the play. See what happens here. Got a false start. Substitution here. Got a false start as uh, they grab the football. So uh, Lincoln Warriors are going to have to uh, kick this one from way back. Uh, back him up five. This kicker, he's got quite the leg. He's got the wind at his back. Uh, he'll be kicking from the 15, so... It'll start to be a 25-yard kick for Winkenwerder. And they get it down, and a uh, good-looking kick. Puts it up anyway. Bounces off the net. Shiner takes a 35. Does nothing lead. Still 343 remaining in the first half. Take another 30-second commercial break. Get right back with another uh, kick return here on 95.3. Can you the Basin Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, Flag Corps, Puncher Pete, and the Twirlers a very successful and a safe year. Mason Punchers Club invites you to join them in supporting the Punchers. 95.3 KNEL. Back here, uh, Shiner scores again. They take a 35 to nothing lead over the Mason Punchers. 343 remaining in the second quarter on a maybe 30-yard run by number one Doug Brooks. Ryan Todd made a valiant effort out there, open field. Uh, like I said, you got to trip him up somehow. Yeah, you can't tackle him high. He uh, he was way too high on that on that tackle. Uh, Shiner extending their lead, just rolling right now. Mason offense trying to find a spark. And Ron Jordan picks it up off the bounce at the 15, looking for running room on the left hash. across the 25 to the 26. So Shiner's uh, kick unit consistently holding us around the 25-yard line. Another sophomore tackle there by number 50. Yeah, they got Dalton Payton. Patton. Lots of sophomores on this team, and uh, looks like they got some depth from years to come here. Mason uh, offense got back on the field uh, with 3.38 on the clock here in the second quarter. Got to make something happen. Wing T set. They're under center. Like he might have had a bad snap exchange. Yeah, I thought we had a, <clears throat> a little more. Well, we got a little push out, a couple of yards. J.J. took uh, number two, yeah. Dalton Brooks, for a ride back there. As, uh, I thought we might have, have somebody squirt out of that. Oh. <laughs> it was J.J. <laughs> he, he went and found him number two, and he uh, made sure that uh, he felt the condition of the turf. Finished the block. Yeah, no doubt. So he barely got the whistle on that one. So, Nonetheless, uh, second down and eight. Thanks, he said. On the left hash as they go off tackle. Lead play right side, Ryland Jordan. Oh, where's our where's our extra? Yeah. Oh, they shorted him a yard. Yeah, 
ball was at about the 35 where he went down, <laughs> and they and they mark his butt on the on the tackle. Yeah, marked his butt on the play, and uh, he had the, he had his head. He had it up around uh, his chest. Third down and two. Surely we. I think we've only got one third down. Surely we don't pass it here. Last time we had third down and two, which elected to throw it. Um, we've been gaining just like we did here on the first two plays. Keep the ball on the ground, get this first down, and then uh, then go to some of that crazy stuff. But uh, third down and two from the 32 four yard line. Wing T set. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we, we jumped. <laughs> Gage watching us. They're motioning Gage. I don't know if that's a legal motion or a false start. Backs us up five, so third and short goes to third and long. Keep your head in the game, boys. So uh, now uh, third and seven. This would be our largest gain of the game if we got seven yards. Right here on the Mason side. Hunter leading 35-0. to zero. Hunter's facing third and seven from their own. 29-yard line. Play action. Curl rolls right, steps up, has a man in the flat. Jason Scanlon tries to make a move, but get open still. Oh, my gosh, he might have got it. He's going to be real close. The line judge on our side is marking him as a first down. The other other one is not. Good job, Scanlon, keeping his feet moving. He was hit just a yard short. They're going to measure it. He's waving. I thought they stopped us. Just short. Uh, I thought he had it. Good, good uh, spot there, and just good effort by Scanlon as uh, safety came up. And I don't think he, I don't think he had. I mean, I don't. I thought, I thought he had it easily. He's gonna be a. He's gonna be short. about half a football. Yep. Yeah, half half a foot short, inches short. So you just let her keep it on the sneak. But the problem is. Number one <laughs> is uh, right there where Kerr would be. Ah, uh, who cares? Get up there. So they're going to crowd this line of scrimmage, expecting Kerr. He's got to just keep it over. He's going to go. Well, they're not held up quite yet. I think he's going to start in the shotgun. Nobody <laughs> jump off sides. Holy smokes. We went from a third and two situation to now down to a fourth and manageable here. Kerr's going to be under center uh, after that fall start. So. See uh, see what happens here. Yeah. Oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. Yeah, another false start. By the punchers is uh, likely some baiting going on down there. Yeah, Shiner. of ourselves. Shiner definitely. Stand still. We're uh, lined up to fill the gaps, and now our punt team comes on. Facing fourth and six. Uh, again, only one. Shiner's going to have great field position again as they're going to have it somewhere between the 40 and the 50 on their own side. Uh, they lead this one 35 to nothing with a minute 40 left to go here in this first half. Number two, the other Brooks goes back to return, standing on 35-yard line. Harden gets the snap, gets the kickoff just barely into the wind. Lands between the 45 and the 50 and just bounces straight up. And so Shiner will have good field position. Near midfield, already leading 35 to zero. 
Punchers will have the ball uh, to start the second half, but uh, they trail this one by 35 already, and Shiner, you know, is looking to put this one in uh, here with just a minute 23 on the clock. And they've uh, scored uh, from several different spots. I'm not sure there's one that they haven't scored from at this point. And so uh, right there, man, just uh, just nailing your foot to the floor uh, on those flags that the punters endured on that last drive. Palmer and off left side to number two. Good stop that time out there by Ty Spencer. Uh, he uh, takes him down the solo tackle. Still get a four-yard gain on that carry. And not much happening outside. It's, it's uh, pretty quiet other than the wind blowing. Uh, both sides of this uh, crowd pretty quiet on a 35 to nothing score. The bands aren't even playing. Palmer under center. All sweet right side. Number two's got it. He's in the secondary. Lowers the shoulder at the 40 and uh, picks up another shiner first down. Yeah, they're going to – man, they gave him a heck of a spot uh, again. Uh, tackled him at the 40. He gets the 42. Not sure how that works. but uh, Picking down under a minute left in the first half. Shiner, no urgency here to score. They lead 35-0. to zero. Quarterback does have a good arm, though. On receiver wide left. They get to Doug Brooks. Stutter steps. Stays on his feet. Now the punchers have him stormed and brought down. But they're going to spot him all the way to the 31. 22 seconds on the clock. Shiner calls another timeout. And uh, let's uh, let's take one with him. We'll be right back here in 30 seconds. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on KNL Radio 95.3. Day and Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Day and Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. 95.3 KNEL. A moral victory to get a first down. And we're back. Uh, Hunters took their. <clears throat> Shiner takes their second time out of the half. Facing a second down and three. Only 25 seconds on the scoreboard. Hunters just trying to hold, hold them to 35 here in the first half. And at that time, they were able to contain Brooks, the big Brooks. And. Uh, uh, Contained him for eight yards, that is. Palmer goes to his shotgun. <laughs> the second down and Twin two. receivers right. Uh, he throws back left, has a man out of the backfield, and uh, almost caught out there by Rhodes. Incomplete, down at the five. Ryan Todd with the good coverage. Yeah, uh, step for step with him, but uh, the ball was slightly underthrown as punchers uh, survived another down. Third down and three for... Shiner with 19 seconds on the clock. Shiner still does have one timeout left. Mason Punchers have all three of theirs. Palmer Benner center. Third down and three. One receiver right. They toss sweep Doug Brooks left side. Nobody out there. Blocking. Got one other blocker down the left sideline. And that's where he scored from the last last series. Touchdown. Comanches, but there flag. is a flag on the play and around right around the 30. I think it was on uh, Rylan Jordan. Uh, I think he was getting held uh, right there around the 30. So uh, like takes nine seconds off the clock. Quarterback went and threw a chop block. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, if you're 
being held up. Somebody comes and hits you low. Yeah, that's what he was doing. So, uh, uh, anyway, it's going to back them up. It's going to bring up uh, third down and ten or nine. Brooks, so. has, Brooks has scored three times on that play from about the same distance. <laughs> Two of them have called and come uh-huh. back. Yeah, thank goodness. Ten seconds remaining in the first half. Hunter's just trying to keep more points off the board. So Paul, he'll stay under center. Two back set, play action. And they're going to try to go back to Scantlin. Got him. Sacks to them. Atta boy, Scantlin. All right. That's, and that's going to do it here. Yeah, it's going to end it. In right the quarters there. of the half. Jason uh, ends the first half on a good play, a good defensive play. But unfortunately, they've given up 35 already. We'll take a two-minute commercial break, come back with the stats. None of them are going to look pretty. Uh, we'll be back to talk about that more here on 95.3 Kenyon. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry. And I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Texas did. And now... I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together makes all the difference come game night. The Mason National Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason National Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason National Bank, proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason National Bank, member FDIC. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL podcast. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. KNEL. All right, back. It's a halftime show here uh, at the field in Twiggerville where the punchers uh, head into the field house down 35-0. to zero. And uh, so our worst fears uh, were happening there in the first half as uh, there was just no slowing shiner. Even when we had them third and 35, uh, you know, they, they turned it into a touchdown. Shiner Comanche band on the field. So Mason uh, had an opportunity early on. Kerr started the ball game. Uh, you know, we gave up a you know a, a long touchdown there to, uh, or they had a long tr- touchdown drive there to start the game. And Mason's offense, Kerr had to run out to midfield to start their first series, and then a penalty brought it back and and uh, missed a couple of deep throws down the field. Had some open receivers. Other than that, uh, we just struggled to to convert. You know, third downs and uh, a lot of three and outs. 
Yeah, the stats look like this, Will. Uh, running the football, Mason ran it 13 times for only 50 yards. Uh, Shiner ran it 27 times for 283 yards. Uh, passing the football, Mason was one for five for six yards, and Shiner was one for two for 44 yards. Uh, total yards comes to 56 for Mason and 327 first-half yards for Shiner Comanche. Third down conversions, Mason was only one for seven, and Shiner was uh, five for seven. So huge difference right there. Penalty-wise, Mason again, um, uh, penalty is not good. There's uh, four for 24 yards. Shiner's five for 50 yards. Two of those were personal fouls, though. Uh, so those were big ones. Uh, and China obviously dominating the time of possession uh, there in that first half as as well. Scoring drive looks like this: uh, number or with ten sixteen on the clock in the first quarter. Number seven Palmer uh, runs it in from fifteen yards out. All the extra points were good, by the way. And uh, uh, with eight thirty five on the clock, so you do the math on the time. Palmer's pass to number twelve, or um, excuse me, to number uh, forty four Bishop. Number 12, Bishop, excuse me, from 44 yards out uh, was good. And then uh, number two, Brooks, with 437 on the clock in the first quarter. Runs it from 78 yards out, an impressive uh, hole and an impressive run. As um, He had speed to spare uh, as he uh, ran it up the field on that one. And then again, uh, with uh, 952 on the clock in the second quarter, Brooks runs it from 44 yards out again. And then Brooks right there uh, with 3.50 on the clock in the second quarter runs it from 28 yards out. So if I'm doing the math on all that, uh, I would say Brooks has about 100 and uh, about 160 yards. And that's just on scoring. And that's just on scoring, yes. So. <laughs> He's ran the ball a few more times. Uh, yeah, you know, Mason. Uh, they're Mason averaging about 3.8 yards on the ground, and uh, Shiner's averaging uh, um, somewhere around uh, 10.5. Yeah, that's they're they're as good as advertised. I think. It's, I mean, this Shiner football team I've seen just just talent wise, uh, just uh, size, speed, strength, uh, discipline. Uh, they're very confident out there. You know, just uh, in the past, you know, more evenly matched up. You know, probably a little edge to Mason some of these, some of these years as far as just uh, athletes. Uh, and you know, Shiner's always had they've always had a good backfield. Uh, now they're just a you know even a better backfield. Weapons and, uh, everywhere. You know, I I'm sure if they went here tonight and uh, take on Ferial next week, you know, Ferial will be able to match them, match up a little better with them. Just uh, Overall, talent-wise, but uh, I don't see anybody, you know, really stopping this team unless, uh, you know, they, they have some unfortunate injury or uh, uh, just a collapse. Um, and uh, I think they're just—they've been looking forward to this this game, and uh, obviously, you get another shot of Rosario, who knocked him out of the playoffs last uh, last year. But Bunchers, uh, just it'd be good just to see him get something going on offense. Um, our last few series just just couldn't get a first down. Uh, it obviously hurt us when we had to switch ends and still go into the wind. Uh, we had some opportunities uh, early. One of the J.J. Aiken, one of Gage Watson down the field, went at the back, deep throws, and uh, didn't attempt any of those <clears throat> second quarter going into this wind. Niners only uh, attempted two passes, 
got one completion. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, I don't know what else to say. Got another half to play. And good to see some of these young JV call-ups in the game early. Ron Todd, Hunter Goodwin. Uh, Todd already making a difference out there. They put him back there, strong safety. And, uh, still though, I don't, I still don't understand, you know, I mean, Todd's a good player. Bishop, you know, he was the first call-up. And first sophomore. Right. Moved up and did a good job, man. He's not, as a defender, I mean, he, he, he was kind of that early spark back, you know, in that 0-4 uh, drought, non-district part of the season. And he was the one coming in making plays, making tackles. And, uh, well, he's, not scared. Out. he's not scared to get in there. And so, you know, I hate to see a kid like that uh, um, definitely, uh, you know, get out here late in the season, unfortunately. And so, uh, you know, if you're willing to do that to him after he's already somewhat won his spot, in my opinion, then, you know, what holds for the years to come? Uh, for that kid, uh, you know, he's very, very good. Uh, and I know he's got an important role here. But, uh, man, I want to see him back out on the field. I thought he just next-level attitude in terms of uh, wanting to get in there and wanting to be a part of it. Ron Tacho, why, why he's already moved up and uh, playing uh, three deep in the playoffs as a freshman, uh, although he didn't, he wasn't successful. Uh, he tried to go one-on-one with uh, big number one Doug Brooks over on the left sideline and uh, – on the JV, Ryan, you know, he'd come up and, and uh, he, he would stick you. And uh, he got that on uh, big 6-1-2-60. And uh, it was just kind of kind of uh, on the side. We'll take a two-minute commercial break here from our sponsors. Come back and uh, recap some scores from around the uh, region, uh, district, and state here in the third round of the playoffs. Talk about some of those early upsets already played and uh, the upcoming games. Listen to Mason Puncher play off football again here on 95.3 KDL. You can pick any bank, so pick a bank that's deeply involved in your community. From sports and FFA to 4-H to just about anything with Mason Youth, we're on the team. From CASA to Habitat, from the Mason Volunteer Fire Department to our senior programs, we're invested. From checking to savings to CDs to real estate commercial or consumer loans for your business, we're committed. Stop by today to experience banking at its finest. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. Dipsticks Tire and Lube is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, oil changes, truck and trailer parts, and accessories. They also offer interstate batteries and alignments. If you have an after-hour emergency, Dipsticks is here for you. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to noon. Dipsticks is family-owned, family-operated, and Mason-trusted since 2004. Call us, 325-347-6108, next door to Dollar General. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak, or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. Texas' leading outdoor radio program, Texas Outdoor News, can now be heard on 95.3 Canyon FM every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Texas Outdoor News is an hour of news, interviews, hints, and insight into the great outdoors. Each week, the program offers timely interviews with expert hunters, anglers, industry, and political leaders from around the state and around the nation, plus a weekly best bets for fishing, hunting, and more. 
Tune in for Texas Outdoor News, Saturday morning, 7 to 8 on 95.3 KNEL FM. 95.3 KNEL. We're back. It's still the halftime period here at the Peak Field in Pflugerville. Uh, Comanche Indians uh, lead Mason Punchers 35 to nothing. Uh, over 300 yards rushing uh, on the ground for the Comanches. They only had to complete one pass, uh, even from that long third and 35 situation. Uh, they just run the double reverse or the, the big option reverse and uh, score from uh, about uh, it was about a 40, maybe a 50 yard run there, facing third and 35. So. Punchers will get the football. Good news is they'll get the football to start the second half, and uh, Shiner showed us why they uh, elected to receive the ball uh, opening kickoff immediately, and a uh, very talented offensive uh, offensive unit. Uh, defense also would be very quick on that side of the ball. Punchers just you know having a hard time. Just uh, we, we really we got most of our ground uh, yards uh, between the tackles. You know, uh, other than that big uh, run by Kerr, who just had to pull it down and. Turned into a long run. Got called back. Well, I mean, three times now you've uh, you you've gained two, three to three and a half yards to carry on your first two uh, possessions of that series, and uh, um, or two downs of that series, and then you've elected to throw on third and short, and so uh, it's really kind of bit us uh, from the word go. And then obviously the false start penalties have been uh, timely, uh, timely inconvenient as uh, uh, every one of those has come on a third and short and a fourth and short. And so, you know, man, uh, just got to kind of kind of keep your head in this ball game. Uh, I, I think you could score on this team. I really do. I think there's there's holes in this defense uh, because of the way that they play on an aggressive front like that. But, man, you've got to be opportunistic and take advantage of that uh, when moving forward. The defense starting to get some penetration there late in the second quarter on uh on shiner but man the edges have got to stay home and get out there i don't know where our safety play is because in our corner play because you can't just take them out of the picture you know start playing that zone two cover on the back end of that uh, secondary and let that safety pick up that wide receiver and start cheating that corner a little bit so that you have a little more solid edge in my opinion is uh is my mix-up that I would see uh, for the second half because you've got to do something. you got to throw another body yeah. out there, and you got to throw him low. And be disruptive. You know, coming from the secondary like that, you have the ability to go low if you need to. And so, uh, you know, throw that wrinkle in there and let that safety cover back up over the top. Yes, you're going to have to add a little more speed in that secondary uh, to be able to pull that off. But, uh uh, you know, I kind of that would be my wrinkle from the defensive side of things is cheat your corners just a little bit more because, I mean, come on, they've scored three times, three times from forty plus yards out on the run. They're not going to get away from it until you make them until you make them do so. Well, you know, anyway, they've they've uh, scored between the tackles. They scored uh, around the edges. Uh, they scored on a quarterback sneak, fifteen yards out, and uh, so you can. You can line up, you know, uh, load up on that line of scrimmage and uh, or cheat up, and uh, they they run a very simplified formation. You know, it's just the old uh, veer split back, two tight ends. Uh, you know, they can uh, do a lot of different things, but it's it's pretty simple. It's just uh, uh, assignment blocking, and uh, you know, as far as uh, one thing I noted on on our offensive scheme, you know, we're showing something we we did a little bit last week. 
you know, we implemented it, but I haven't seen hardly anything we've done all season. And I know we're trying to, you know, fool them a little bit. We're trying to put extra bodies. You know, yeah. we got uh, two fullbacks there, uh, and Kerr's running out of the pistol look, and uh, we haven't really spread them out. You know, I don't know if that's mm-hmm. just because they're kind of like the inferior defensive old that just man up on you anyway. Uh, you know, it's not going to take anybody out of the box. Uh, don't know, but I would think at this point trying to spread them out a little bit. Yeah, go. quick throws or some screens or, you know, something. Something uh, different. Something different because just running at them is not – not working. Not working. And uh, and Kurt really only kept the ball two or three times himself uh, on quarterback design runs. Mighty Bear from Puncherland on the field for their halftime performance. See if we can pick them up a little bit above the wind. Windy here tonight. Northern blowing in. Still better than playing tomorrow. Hopefully it get a little rain up uh, Mason Brady way. Listen to the Mason Band report some scores. Yeah, there's some good ones out there. So here's one everybody's uh, interested in. Nearby Lano, uh, they're leading Jurdenson tonight, 24-14, to 14, late in the fourth quarter. Scored again. Um, here in Division One 2A, Lindsay, they lead Bosqueville, 20-14, to 14, close on their uh, <clears throat> top of the fourth quarter. Number seven, Crawford, they lead Albert, 21-6 to six at the half. Number four, Timson, Bears, they lead Garrison, 21-0 to at the half. Post. Leading Panhandle, number three, leading number nine. Post leads Panhandle 60 to zero. Shawnee leads Mason here 35 to nothing. Curio and Ganado delayed. I'm not sure where they're playing at tonight. Somewhere down south, south of uh, around I 10. Uh, Norman G, they lead Beckville, or excuse me, Norman G, tied with Beckville 7 to 7, midway through the second quarter of that one. Right, Normandy uh, tied with Beckville. And some games that have already had some finals. Uh, one of the big upsets uh, earlier, number six, Jim Red, Division One 3A, they uh, defeat Brock, number one ranked Brock, 19-16. to forward to watching some highlights of that one. Number one, Canadian leads number seven, Idaloo, 56-6. Back to Division One 2A, number six, Cisco, they lead Holly, or excuse me, they... <clears throat> They beat Holly 54 to 20, the final in that one. And it's likely to see Cisco and Post meet up. That ought to be a good one. Uh, moving up the uh, divisions, number one ranked Carthage. They uh, beat number six, Salado, 35 to 7. Salado was always a common uh, 2A opponent back when Mason, uh, just a different day, but uh, mm-hmm. had a lot of games against Salado in, in Burnett. It was always the you know, routine play, uh, playoff uh, location. And a lot of games played there against the Slayer Eagles that moved up. And Carthage uh, wins that one. Kerrville, Tybee at Alamo Heights. Uh, that one's going to be played tomorrow. Lubbock Cooper still in the playoffs. Number nine, Lubbock Cooper. That's way up in 5A. Uh, they defeat number eight, Ryder. The Ryder Raiders, 25-24. to And uh, down here in Austin area, number four, Cedar Park. They beat Lugerville, uh, the team that plays in this stadium. Cedar Park beats Fogerville, 67 to 14. Number one ranked Argyle leads Waco La Vega. Number one versus number seven, 14 to zero. And again, Ferio and Ganado delayed. Yeah, there's quite a bit of storms over. They're playing in Victoria. Five Lindsay in a close game with Bosqueville. They lead out 20 to 14. Again, Lano extends their lead over Jurdenson, 24 to 14. And uh, we were joking earlier, Lano's got a little easier, a little easier pass. Yeah, no, no repeat in that division. 
uh, of football or division or that A of football uh, this year as Grandview and Brock both go down. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention Grandview. One and two, Malakoff beats Grandview tonight, so uh, that's always kind of a rivalry within their region for sure. As uh, a couple of years ago. Malakoff was dominating that region, and Grandview yeah. back-to-backed them uh, state titles there. Even when Wall would beat Brock, you know, in those battles yeah. you know, a few years ago, you know, and they run into a Malakoff uh, to try to advance to the state finals, and just were never able to get to that level. Uh, in division one three a Puncher's already back on the field. Not much to talk about at the, in the halftime period other than you're going to, you know, Keep, keep on trying, boys. Got to stop them. Got to get first downs. Can't quit yet. And uh, I thought we, you know, I had a, thought we responded well. Just that first series out, you know, we're just trying to uh, match. You know, we knew we had to match them scoring. You know, we're going right. to stop them every time. We held them in some third down and long situations. Unfortunately, they scored in the longest. But uh, you know, as long as if your offense is out there scoring, moving down the field take their offense off the field, and I mean, that's ideally how you want it to go. Uh, it's just, unfortunately, been the exact opposite uh, here tonight. We'll take another uh, uh, just a longer uh, three-minute commercial break here. Here again, the uh, uh, community report for uh, all the events going on in Mason this weekend and uh, from our commercial sponsors this season. And be, right, be back ready for the second half here on 95.3 KNEL. Activities this weekend in Mason will focus on getting into the holiday spirit. Although the Light Up Our Town festivities have been canceled, there are several other activities that are moving ahead in Mason on Saturday. The Mason Chamber of Commerce uh, hosting the Small Business Saturday activities. You can pick up a Small Business Saturday card at the Chamber of Commerce brochure stand. Visit and stamp each location for a chance to win the Mason Holiday Basket. Completed cards must be returned to the brochure stand mailbox by 5.30. The winner will be called at 6 and it will be announced on Facebook at that time. Also on Saturday afternoon, Santa will be on the square. The Jolly Man in red will be strolling Mason's Historic Square and passing out candy canes during Small Business Saturday. And you can also take advantage of activities being hosted by Young Life in Mason this Saturday evening. They'll be hosting activities at Heritage Park beginning at 5.30 and going until about 8.30. Activities will include red beans and rice dinner at $10 a plate, a Christmas photo booth, letters to Santa, hot chocolate also there, silent auction, hay rides with Santa Claus, and Christmas carols and showing of the movie Christmas Chronicles. That'll be at 7 o'clock outdoors at Heritage Park. It begins at 5.30, goes until 8.30. All the proceeds directly benefit Mason Young Life and help the high school students in the community. That's this weekend, getting into the holiday spirit in downtown Mason. For Candy L. News, I'm Lynn Ferris. Hi, this is Angela from Willow Creek Cafe. It has been a challenge for everyone these past months. Staying home with family is wonderful, but cooking two or three meals a day can be overwhelming. Let us take that burden away at Willow Creek Cafe. Come home to some good old home cooking where we do all the work for you. We are open every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with plenty of space for social distancing. Check Facebook for our daily lunch specials and come home to Willow Creek. Take out of animals.
The Mason Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, Flag Corps, Puncher Pete, and the Twirlers a very successful and a safe year. Mason Punchers Club invites you to join them in supporting the punchers. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Texas. This is sportsmanship. School sports, it's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Texas University Interscholastic League and the Texas High School Athletic Directors Association. 95.3 KNEL. We're back here, uh, still halftime at the P Field in Pflugerville. Just under five minutes remain until uh, opening kickoff of the second half. Mason will receive the football. Uh, start the second half. Uh, in that first offensive series, just couldn't find anything to work on that offensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, I think our defense, uh, other than big, you know, just giving them some big runs, which we knew were going to happen. We knew they were going to be tough to stop. Uh, but we did hold them, you know, a few situations and uh, held them there to end the second half. So that's, you know, a positive uh, when you go into the halftime after a defensive hold and you get the football back. Sean Cremanchi's, uh back out on the field. They definitely like to run down the opposite end of the field to take the field. Both teams coming out of the same, uh, same direction, same field house here, south end zone here. In Pflugerville, and uh, just uh, recap those uh, first half stats again. Again, uh, Shiner in that first half ran the ball 27 times, 200 for 283 yards. Uh, Punchers had 13 carries for only 50 yards, only completed one pass out of five for six. So even our passing game, which we came in here at the 70% completion rating on the season. Uh, we're only uh, completing 20% so far here tonight. Missed two big throws down the field. Uh, it could have one would have been a touchdown for sure. Uh, Gage Watson could have held on to that football. Uh, only one of seven on third downs. Shiner's five of seven. Uh, so we did hold them uh, twice on third down in the first half. Penalties. Uh, just kind of surprised, you know. And a lot of them were right there in our last offensive series. You know, two of those false starts. Only 24, 24 yards in penalties. For the punchers, 50 uh, for Shiner so far. I mean, got 30 yards on two of those flags for Shiner, though, yeah. on the personal foul. We had one ejection. Number 12 is out of the ball game for Shiner yeah. after kicking uh, one of our players in the head. He looked very, very deserving of it. He, he was yeah. pretty proud of his touchdown catch. Uh, second score of the game. Yeah, he was one chest bumping everybody. Uh, that tight end dump pass. And... But anyway, Good to see anybody leave the game for Shiner. It's that one, uh, although it would help if the Brooks brothers would just stay in the field house. <laughs> um, of course, I don't know. You put number 25 back there. He's been uh, he's been doing some damage as well from a short yardage standpoint. But uh, number 22, I guess, isn't back in the game either. That's Zane yeah, Rose. He, he came back in second quarter. He had a couple of carries. and um, you know, he's But he's not full speed like he was. No, he, you know, he got that first big run of the game. We we're on that right side, and uh, McBee just, you know, took his legs out. So, uh, 
didn't play a lot, but he finally came back in. They ran a couple times to him. And, but, yeah, they've just got multiple weapons back there. No need to throw the, throw the football, which they seem pretty capable of doing that as well. Only problem is, is Mason will have this ball into the wind uh, to start this second half. Or no, they won't. They'll have it with the wind, won't they? No, they'll have it into the wind. Yeah, Shiner likely because we. Well, no, they Shiner elected to receive, so we got the wind to start. So yeah, I mean, uh, they should be kicking with the wind to start the second half. Both teams on the field doing some last-minute warm-ups, and punchers uh, enter their inflatable helmet. We'll just stay on here. Should get the second half underway soon. Or JVers are getting a little cold standing, standing out in the wind, ones that aren't getting to play. Still gusty here in Pflugerville and probably everywhere else. Actually avoiding the wet, windy, and cold weather here tonight. Not sure that, that would help, help us or hurt us. Playing a team like Shiner, but they're uh, – I'm just thinking back to those, you know, good referral teams, even state champions and uh, – Shiner looks more impressive even than, uh, not defensively, but offensively. Those are three teams that had uh, the strong running duels uh, of the past. Here come Punchers trailing Shiner 35-0. to zero. Make sure to start the second half. Shiner getting ready to build on the opposite side. Mason is a uh, home crowd here tonight. I'm glad to this uh, really nice stadium uh, completed three or four years ago. See who this is with his ankle wrapped up here. It's like uh, number 24, Jose Valdez, uh, came up uh, from the locker room with a wrapped ankle. So uh, see what happens uh, with that guy. And, uh, definitely want to see him in the ball game, there, especially from the linebacker position, being a senior. Uh, Spencer and... Uh, Rylan Jordan, J.J. Ake, the you know, leading defensive players most of the season. You know, they, they were definitely, you know, in a lot of those, uh, those plays where we did stop. Uh, Shiner ground game, you know, made contact first few yards and uh, got a little better in that in the second quarter than, than uh, just to let them get too many scores there in the first in those big run plays. Aiden Harding, Rylan Jordan go back to receive this second-half opening kickoff. Be running, turning into the wind. So Shiner, uh, they got a very capable kicker. Got a good leg, good form. Uh, <clears throat> after that first Shiner touchdown, kicked off to us, and uh, Harding and we had a, had a seam to run down on the right side, and since then we haven't been able to get past the 25. They've got some speedsters also on their kick unit. Lano goes final with Jordan uh, Jordanton, uh, and that game uh, is uh, oh hold on now I got a now I got a fourth quarter seventeen fourteen oh with ten minutes left to go so let's Dis- see disinformation yeah out. oh hold on we're back to thirty one fourteen with a minute and something yeah. to go. deep kick and uh, Harding fair catches it but that. Pretty much calling a touchback instead of letting it go out of the end zone. Going to call it a touchback and take it out the 25-yard line. Now I don't know what saying. happens there if you drop the kick. 
Now they're saying 31-14 final score, Lano Yellow Jackets. Yeah, they were leading 24-14 last I checked. I'm going to, uh, I like they're going to win that one. Advance to the next round. Here comes out, run formation, diamond backfield, two tight end set. It takes a snap under center, big hole right side around Jordan. A good pickup there on first down out to the 30. All the way down to the 30-yard line. Good mark on that one. It's going to bring up second down and five as uh, we start this one on the 25. So second down and five, just starting the second half here. Your punchers are trailing this one big time. Need to put some points on the board. On the board. Uh, 35 to nothing is the score. Hey, Spencer comes in. He'll be the extra fullback there in front of Rylan Jordan. Her and off right side that time. They got a big push on that defensive front, and Jordan – and she's had another couple of yards. He got hit there, uh, number six, I believe, uh, for the Comanches. Got back there in the backfield, or that's number eight, uh, excuse me. And uh, he uh, got back there and hit Ryland. Uh, but uh, like Will said, he if he would have if he wouldn't have got touched, he'd have had more than the first down. Breaks up third down and two from the 33 yard line. Big third down here. Just trying to establish the run. Lead play left side. They hit us at the line of scrimmage. Oh, my gosh. They gave him a yard short. Fell forward. Yeah, I was. Fourth down and be Fourth down and, a, and an inch. So, three consecutive runs to Jordan. Gives Ty Spencer here. Yeah, see what happens. Puncher's going to go for it here. Spencer comes on. Uh, he was kind of banged up early in that first half. On a tackle, uh, generally running up onto the field. Diamond backfield. Hunter's going for it on fourth and short. Kirk keeps it. He's going to be short. They're saying he's short. I'm not sure he, he was stood up. but He was uh, kind of pushed back on the snap and was able to fall forward. They are going to mark him short of the first down. So it's going to be first down Shiner from the Mason Puncher 35-yard line. Wind picked up a little bit out there. I got popping in my ear muffs. Montague late to get on the field. So Shiner holds four and out. Uh, ball goes over on downs, and they'll have great field position. Puncher 35, Palmer and off right side, Dalton Brooks, and Puncher defense does a good job uh, advancing to the 30, but we had him tackled closer back to the line of scrimmage. Man, they're giving them the benefit of the doubt on that forward progress. Uh, he, did, as, uh, he did not get to the 30. No, he didn't even make it close to the 30, but uh, nonetheless, they're going to give him five yards. Brings up second down and, well, it's four yards, second down and six from the 30-yard line. Ball stays in the middle of the field. Split backfield behind Palmer. Speed option left side. Has to pitch it back to Doug Brooks. And he's brought down good, good low tackle, but he falls forward to the first down marker. Number seven took a whop there from the quarterback position. Yeah, Two Mason punchers jump on top of him. But he was still able to get the first down all the way down to the uh, 24-yard line. First and ten. Shiner threatening once again here in puncher territory. Brooks brothers in the backfield. 
Armor long snap, toss sweep, right side, that's Dalton Brooks, and good job. Yeah, Tate good tackle Spencer. right there by Tate Spencer to bring him down. He's going to gain five on the play. All caught him and brings up a second down. I'm saying third down, but that's supposed to be second down and five from the 20. So even when it looks like we're stopping them, they get four or five yards, but it's still just a good open until tackle there by Tate Spencer. They can do these big backs. And uh, they keep keep it on the ground, second and six, 8.30, left in the third quarter. Shiner leads Mason 35-0. to zero. As Palmer changes the play, keeps himself scored on this earlier, and he's in the end zone again, touchdown Comanches. But they just saw something. He keeps the ball right up the middle. Second touchdown on a quarterback sneak from a distance of 15 or 20 yards. No tricks, nothing fancy. Just uh, run it right at them and uh, run right over them as uh, Shiner runs it in. Mike brings his score. This uh, kicker's been very good, so I'm anticipating he'll make it here. Low snap. Man, he's got it way good. 42 to nothing is the score. Jason Jacoby finally warmed up in pregame, but I don't know if we're going to get to see see an extra point here tonight. But he's cold by now. So uh, that's one person I hadn't seen in there on the defense. You're right. Now I'm not sure why. So uh, I'd put him in even at linebacker maybe, uh, especially inside. Well, he's, he's definitely quick out there, can get into the backfield. Uh, unfortunately, there's no quarterback to really chase back there. Unless he changed numbers on us. Anyway. Nope. Uh, Shiner gets another touchdown and extend their lead 42-0. to zero. Not even midway through the third quarter. And uh, Punchers tried tried to go for it on fourth down. Last time out, they had it fourth and inches and, and could not convert. And we just tried to come out and establish the run last series, but your math is right. We're averaging three yards carry. Should be able to get a, you know, Should be able to get first, first down, down, but it uh, didn't happen. Got to be able to get three on that last carry. I don't know why we're not doing more sprint out passes and give Kerr an option to keep it. Our leading offensive weapon coming into the game. And I'm sure Shiner's keying in on him. And Aiden Harding calls a fair catch. So we'll take, take it out, back out to the 25. I would, uh, uh try Kerr, to mix it up at this point. I would try to let Kerr. Do something with it. He's he was honing in on 2,000 total all-purpose yards on offense coming into the, the game. He had nearly 1,200 yards passing, nearly 800 yards on the ground. Perfirio and Grenado are, are back in action in the first quarter with eight minutes uh, left to go there, and Perfirio uh, is up six to nothing. <clears throat> so a wet field down there for those guys in Victoria. And he's set, and they give it off to Derek Ontiveros left side, and he. Spins out of attack on the backfield, but it's only going to get two positive yards. <laughs> Boy, no help, uh, no help from the stripes. As uh, thought he had a little more forward progress than that, yeah. but uh, nonetheless, going to bring him a second down at eight. McBee comes off. Tristan Keller brings the play in. Hunters will break from huddle. Second down at eight. Just under. Uh, or 7.45 remaining in the third. And 
He backfilled. Cover split to the near side on the left. They send Gage Watson out, and they run the freeze option. Matthew Kerr keeps it, gets that across the 30 to about the 33. Yeah, good pickup on the ground right there. Brings up another third down and short. Uh, I'd like to see the punchers get one in the end zone on this shot or defense. I'm pretty sure they can. It's just a matter of uh, putting the right plays together. Third down and three. Another third down and short here. Uh, you've been averaging about 3.25 yards on the on the ground. Don't see why you'd mix that up. Spread too wide to the right. Split backfield twins receivers on the right side. Bootleg gets the pass off, and hopefully we caught it out there. Jaden Scanlon. Yeah, he did catch it right before he fell down. Kerr is being sacked as he threw it. Scanlon's going to have the first down. So uh, second first down of the game for the punchers. Well, that's why we hadn't seen Kerr roll out because they, they were in his face in a hurry. Number 24 out there on the left defensive end position. Yeah, but uh, three three of those plays that we've had, uh, three of those pass plays, there hadn't been anybody in his in his face. Uh, but neither one of them came on third down either. So two receiver set, tight end right side from the right hash and final uh, start on the punchers. So they're going to uh, kick themselves in the foot once again. Uh, Mayfield, he's just getting now. Doug Brooks starting to try to push push up field. Just threw my. Mullen back into the quarterback, and they blew that one dead. Some good experience out there for number 52. Could have been lined up in the neutral zone. going to say... All-star on the punchers. Yeah. Come back five. They had a first and ten, so it will remain first down. Well, going to be spotted on the 31. Umpire can't even count on the, on the five yards there. As uh, he had to spot that ball twice, <laughs> he only moved it four yards. So we'll take first and fourteen. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, nonetheless, he got it where he needed to be. First and fifteen. Forty-two to nothing is your score here in Pflugerville. Runner center. They oh, tried right. that freeze option again. He takes a step back and then follows the Kurt, back up the hole. He's got to fake that a little better than what he did there. As uh. Yeah, that looked more like a, a draw fake. Yeah, that was just a that was just a grab the ball, hold, stand there and hold it, wait for a blocker to run by, and then try to follow him. And they this Shiner defense is way uh, way more intelligent than that. Uh, they keyed in on that one pretty fast, shut it down. So uh, second thirteen from the uh, thirty three yard line. Just comes the line and. The uh, wing tee set in the right hash. They go they toss it to Gage Watson. Throwback pass to the quarterback. Shiner reads it. And number seven, Palmer, knocks it down. Incomplete. Yeah. He snuffed that one out. And Gage, just all he could do is just to get rid of it. And he had two defenders in his face. Gage threw that ball uh, higher than he did far. And uh, number Gave uh, Shiner's athleticism all the time in the world to get there. So, Third down along 13. I think if I was going to try that play, I'd try it with Isaiah Bishop or uh, Ivan Wofford, who are both on the roster and are quarterbacks. Straight drop back pass. Kerr has time. Throwing deep down the right sideline. Watson went up to get it. but he had to Oh, a flag pass interference. Fender was underneath him. Gage comes up holding that arm. Uh, good, good job just trying to go up over the defender. Ball was uh, knocked down a little bit by the wind. 
Speaking of wind, yeah, I'm hearing the, the crew next door. So, too much, uh, too much uh, contact right there. Pass interference on, uh, on Shiner. And, uh, of course, they don't like it, but uh, 42 to nothing is your score. So, nonetheless, punchers get one called their way. Going to take it all the way down to the 48-yard line where it'll be uh, first and 10 for the punchers. So, there's more than one way to get a first down, I guess, but uh, that utilizes it. They even got you quite a bit of field position. Punchers back at midfield for first time tonight. They had a run across it, but it's called back in their first offensive series. Tripped up by his lineman. Kirk keeps it himself on the left side. It's like they were going to Nowhere to go. Uh, he's just scrambling out here. And sacked. Well, sacked for a loss back at near the 40. And they count every yard, so uh, that's going to be uh, take us back to a first and 15. Looks like he's going to try to hand off to his wing back on that reverse trap. If he had uh, just turned around and ran to the right side, it was wide open. Yeah, that's where the play was going. Center got knocked back or a guard and tripped him up. He's turning around. I don't know. Gage Watson's in there, one armed. Uh, and uh, senior player, they're going to let him <laughs> on the field. I reckon trips right. There goes back into the gun. Scanlon in the backfield to his right. Here they come. And down and along 13. Kurt those right side has a man open. That's Gage Watson caught on the right sideline. He's down to the shiner, 45. Ball comes out. No, excuse me. Call it incomplete. What happened over there? I think they called him down. It was a catch, and then he was down uh, on the uh, – it's going to bring up a second down. They say they ripped it before they got him down. But so we now bring up a third down and five. Ball's on the uh, 47-yard line just across midfield. Uh, Gage Watson did catch that. Not hard sure to, how. I can see it from here. It looked like the ball came out. But... Looks like they ripped it before he got yeah. down. But nonetheless, they call him down. And third down and five for the puncher's ball on the 47. In Shiner territory, Kerr scrambling, throws, gets it off. But under Cone, intercepted. intercepted the 35 and the 20. Number two, Dalton Brooks takes it the other way. Back to midfield. Center gets the football back. Jason Jacoby just mans up on him and tackles him and takes him down over there on the near side, on the far side, excuse me. You got uh, lots of uh, people down, or Mason Puncher player down on the far side. Don't know what the extracurricular was there. Don't see any flags, though. But uh, let's thank a few of our sponsors while, uh, while we're waiting on that. I uh, want to thank uh, – uh, Mason Puncher Club, who are proud supporters of Mason Puncher athletes, Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, selling ranches all over Texas, and Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, your getaway to savings always. Hill Country Collision Repair. When accidents happen, Hill Country Collision Repair make your car like new again. Estimates are free, so call us at 325-347-5767, and we'll get you back on the road again. Heart of Texas Ford, where every deal comes straight from the heart. Nine Bar Landing Cattle. Find us at we sell ranchland.com. And Dipstick's Tire Tire and Lube supports the Mason Punchers. It's a great day to be a puncher. Michael Longoria, the injured puncher player, over there on the far sideline, gets up and being helped off the field by the training staff. On 
on two feet, uh, shaking up on the play. Michael Longoria, veteran, who uh, started back as a sophomore on that state championship team. I they finish helping him get off the field. Let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. 95.3 FM, KNEL. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. Longoria makes it back across the field to the home sideline. He's definitely shaking up in pain. He's walking. That right leg's bothering him pretty bad. But uh, nonetheless, after that interception by uh, Matthew Kerr through, uh, Shiner has the ball straight up midfield. I'll sweep left side. That's number one, Doug Brooks, falling blockers. And good job, Casey Jacoby, hanging on. First defensive play he's been in. And uh, he just tackled Brooks by single-handedly off that interception. And uh, now he's got him tackled again. So uh, We talk about it, we see it. Two, uh, two yards to go for Shiner on this next uh, second down and two. Ball sits on about the uh, 44-yard line. Same formation for Shiner. Now they motion number one right to left. And they throw it to him on a quick snow. They're trying to hit the tight end on another dump. Rowling Jordan wasn't going to let that happen again. They're going to call pass interference, and I don't think that's accurate as Rowling Jordan jumps up last minute and knocks that one away. But uh, good catch. He might have had an arm on him as he was going up to that football. Anyway, uh, added second and two. Yeah, it's going to be a first down as they're going to call pass interference there on Rowling. Bunchers at least uh, have helped Shiner only one score so far in this quarter. But uh, hold the football a little longer on offense. So uh, it's going to be all the way down to the 28-yard line where it'll be first and 10 for Shiner as it's 42 to nothing here um, in Pflugerville. Three minutes left to go here in the third quarter. Palmer takes a snap handoff to number 25. He picks his way across through the middle of the defense. Oh, the ball came out, but he landed right back on top of it. Across the first down marker, all the way down to the 15, carried by number 25, Trevor Haynes. I don't know who that was that hit him, but, uh, man, he knocked the ball loose. Hopefully the punchers are going to give him some bruises. And then the State Spencer is who hit him, but uh, knocked the ball loose, but he fell right, right, right straight down on top of it. Another fresh set of downs, first and 10 from the 15. They go hand off. For the right tackle, that's Haynes again, bounces it out. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Comanche. Jason Jacoby able to tag him across the field. But, uh, right there, Cody McBee just uh, didn't stay outside where he needed to. He came back in to the hash mark, and uh, um, then he just kicked it right back outside. you got to have some containment against a team like this with this kind of speed, and uh, your corners have to stay at home and uh, at least make a guy miss. But right there, it was uh, all Shiner as uh, he runs it from 38 yards out. And, and it's good. Winkenwerger is uh, seven for seven, extra points. As uh, Shiner takes the lead 49 to zero, two and a half minutes left in the third quarter. They average 52 on the season. And uh, three points away from that right now. We'll take a 30 second commercial break. We're back with another uh, kick return here on 95.3 Daniel. 
You can pick any bank, so pick a bank that's deeply involved in your community. From sports and FFA to 4-H to just about anything with Mason Youth, we're on the team. From CASA to Habitat, from the Mason Volunteer Fire Department to our senior programs, we're invested. From checking to savings to CDs to real estate commercial or consumer loans for your business, we're committed. Stop by today to experience banking at its finest. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. 95.3 KNEL. Trying to score again. Lead figure about 49 to 0 over the punchers. And we'll be kicking off again. <clears throat> punchers finally got across midfield last offensive series. And uh, unfortunately, Kerr, uh, under pressure, throws an interception. When his uh, fourth on the season. Connor. Doesn't waste any time. They go down the field, get another score, and uh, this time they let it let the kick go out of the back of the end zone. They have been dropping back to fair catch those. This kicker, uh, the best leg we've seen all season on the kickoff. Well, Shiner's got to complete all three phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. Mason needs to just come out uh, uh, from a uh, from a pride standpoint and drive this football down the field and, and uh, go out with a bang for these seniors and just keep playing. Uh, that's all you can ask for and uh, see what uh, see what this puncher offense can do. Play action. Kurt rolls to his right, throws deep, has a man open, J.J. just over his reach, incomplete, down at the 45. Second time he's been open on that route. Yeah, second time he's been open, and uh, just that time the, the pass wasn't quite as precise as it needed to be. J.J. had a good route, but uh, just could not uh, get to where that ball was thrown. That one, you know, into the wind, you think it'd hang up a little bit. I could run under it, but second and 10 from the 25. T set. Come back Receiver on the left side of the line of scrimmage. All sweep to that side. Dayton Scanlon pushes his blocker, in there, but he's wrapped up as he gets to the 30. Ontiveros just didn't get down there Late very flag. far. Late flag comes in. Ontiveros just uh, not sprinting in front of his running back there. Scanlon ran into the back of him. Yeah. That's going to be a four-yard gain. And this Personal, personal foul, foul. Face mask on. Shiner, so that's going to give us the first down as uh, the ball will be placed just across the uh, 40-yard line where uh, all the way out. Whoa. That's going to give. That was uh, almost a 20-yarder. <laughs> Not sure how. Way down at the 44. 44-yard line, first down and 10 for your punchers. 2.18 on the clock here still in the third quarter. So still got a whole other quarter of football to play. Traditional uh, three receiver set. They give it. Scanlon's got a big hole. Scanlon breaks the tackle and uh, cuts back across the field. For another first down, uh, he's going to take it uh, all the way down to the uh, 44-yard line. Swap 44s on that one. Big run there. Biggest gain by the punchers. Quick back to the line from the shotgun. No huddle. Uh, Spencer to the left of Kerr. Low snap. Makes it, runs left, makes a move, sheds the tackle on the left sideline, and uh, out of bounds at the 40. So Kerr did a good job. He nearly got 
tackle for a loss there. Yeah, Brooks uh, came over quickly from uh, safety position, and he gets there fast. He was playing the opposite safety side of the field. Got over there and was able to knock Kerr out of bounds. Minute 35 remaining in the third quarter. <clears throat> Shiner leading 49 to nothing. Hunter's uh, again driving down the field. They're uh, in Shiner territory. Only the second time this evening that they've crossed midfield. Second down and eight. It'll be good to see the punchers finish a drive and uh, get some points on the board here. Three receiver set, two to the near side on the left. Throw it. Play action, Kurt. Throw it. Scrambling. Now he's, yeah. Yeah, uh, big number Brooks. Brooks big number one. And I've seen Kerr get tackled. So, so much for that. Kerr started to his right, and he's had pressure. Why didn't he throw it uh, originally? He had the guy wide open in the middle of the field. But uh, I understand number one's coming down the hatch, but you've thrown it with pressure on you before. Let it go. So the sack takes it back uh, 10 yards, third down and 18. There stays in the shotgun. Two receivers left, one right. Gage Watson all alone on that far side. Snaps have been low. Sets up the screen pass to Ty yeah, Spencer, nothing. who can't get back to the line of yard. Maybe. And uh, wow. where to go. Shiner was all over it. Let's follow. Well, they're going to go right back to the line yeah. pretty fast here. Third down and 17. Fourth down, 17. Ball on the 39, or 49, excuse me. Surely we're going to punt this one away. And not take a delay a game, I hope. So they're going to let the quarter run out, I guess. Yeah, they're going to let the quarter run out. and Keep playing little, football, even though you're down 49 to nothing. Use a little wind here. as uh, That's going to end the third quarter. Swap into the field. We'll take a 60-second commercial timeout. Be right back with the fourth quarter. Obviously uh, down 49 to nothing, but we'll close out the season here on uh, Mason Puncher football here on 95.3 Canyon. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Texas did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. 95.3 95.3 KNEL. Fourth down and 17. Punchers are going to punt here to begin the fourth quarter. they back with the wind at their back. And just going to try to. Oh, 66 got back there, but Harding gets a good punt off, lands inside the 15, bounces straight into Ryan Todd's hands inside the 10. So good punt. And this is going to be the best uh, field position our defense has had against the Shiner offense. 
one way to look at it. <laughs> right there, though, I just uh, I just don't understand. You got you just get it across midfield, and uh, you've got a second down and five situation, and you do a big long slow rollout to the opposite throwing side of his of his throwing arm, and uh, you get him sacked um, for a loss of fifteen on the play. Um, just uh, got to got to give yourself a better opportunity than that. And off right side, it goes twenty five Haynes, and uh, he gets first down. First carry of the series, uh, slowed him down there as he just found, uh, picked his way through the defense and moved the chains for the Comanches. Down to the 21 yard line. Comes Hunter Goodwin. They send him after somebody. We're going to put him on the line, put him right up front. Five down lineman. He gives, up quite, a, he gives quite, up quite a bit of size and scale. Well, the position for the Shiner offense has to be that split in receiver. He just brings the play in and goes to a, rarely gets used. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to go stand over here and wave at the ref. First and ten. Palmer takes his time, handoff right side to Dalton Brooks. And they got him that time. Jason, Jason Jacoby finally in the game, and I don't know what that was all about, but uh, um, man, he's really moving that offensive lineman around and slowing Brooks down. At least making him expand the play. Uh, only gains two yards right there. Brings up a second down and eight. Uh, ball will be on the uh, 22-yard line. Definitely start a game with our biggest bodies up front. First yeah, but Jason's pretty strong yeah. kid for his size and stature. I thought we just ran him down on the back side. Second and eight. Shiner 23. Uh, take their time with the play clock. Counterplay left side to Doug Brooks. And there, oh, man, he just, good job, puncher defense. Just taking his uh, his truck style. I mean, he, you know, ran over two or three of our guys, but we, we stretched him out. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, just uh, took a couple of blows there. as number 11 and uh, Ake and uh, Ryland Jordan both took the first initial hit. That's the only way he can play uh, against him. He's running off tackles trying to – Third down and five for uh, Shiner from the 26-yard line. I hope we can hold them to under their average. Under 52? Yeah. we got nine minutes to do that. Third down and five. I'll sweep right side to Dalton Brooks, and he gets the edge curse. No, curse, got him. And then they get him pushed out of bounds short of the first down. Her was able to hang on. Scanlon there to help and make him pivot out. Uh, Kerr had him out on a pendulum, and, and Scanlon knocked him out of bounds. Four down and four for Shiner. Uh, this will be their first punt of the ball game if they elect to do so. Leah Bishop comes out. I haven't seen him on the field, and I don't believe other than maybe the first kickoff. Special teams. Kickoff Every runner, special yeah. team he's, he's played. So, why don't you go back and punt return formation and – See if they fake it here. Shiner punter standing at his 15. No reason, nope. no reason to fake it. I don't know. I just thought he might. Oh, that's a good line drop kick into the wind. Kerr fields it. 35. Gets a good return. One back the other way. Flag comes in. Yep. That's going to be holding. Holding or pushing the back. Like they're on the way back at the 40. Kerr got it out near midfield. Across the 45. 
Back him up even further, though. I'm going to be back to where he caught it. As uh, they'll start this one from about their own 35-yard line. Hunter defense gets a stop. Only the sec- their second of the game. Clock in the back, called against the puncher. And only their first. That was their first stop of the game. Well, we stopped them there before the. Oh, right before the half. half yeah, ran out of clock. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. We did we to, stop them or did the clock stop them? Well, we held them to certain long. After offense, it's another opportunity to get some points on the board. And uh, that, that was the best outing the defense has had. As they stopped both Brooks brothers, held uh, Shiner to a. <clears throat> Not a three, not a three and out, but a three and out on the second first set of downs. Curve, low snap, Sorry. pick him up off the ground, steps into it, throws it deep down the field, looking short. for Ryan Todd, incomplete. Twenty-five in on the coverage, and both of them have gone up to get it. Twenty-five. Uh, Trevor Haynes, he was all over that one. He's left cornerback. I think. See, to me, uh, to me. Uh, Kerr waited about ten yards too long to throw that football. Todd had him. Todd had him originally, uh, but then Haynes caught him because uh, that ball had to carry so much further. He's watching slip wide to the right on the far side. Kerr out of, out of the gun, keeps it himself, trying to get the edge, makes a move, but don't slam to the ground by number two, Brooks. and uh, gets back to the line of scrimmage. But coming up third down and. I like that we're still taking shots down the field. I had a, had a few op- open men on those uh, post those flag routes. Uh, Shiner just showing their will now. As uh, I mean, we got Gage Watson. He's got one arm. He's out there trying to block a kid. I mean, take the jet sweep to Todd. Oh, he's twenty-four. Has just been. All over Kerr on these play action passes, sacked by Christian Wagner. No need to do a play action, in my opinion, as uh, you have the biggest speed linebackers we faced all year crashing down on you. And in a third down and long situation, they're coming with their ears pinned back. Grab the football, three step drop, and throw it, and uh, allow your receiver to have an opportunity to catch it. But instead, it's a fourth and 15, 17. Ball sits on the 24 yard line. Hallelujah, we got the win. Uh, Harding uh, <clears throat> punting again. 49 to nothing is your score here in Pflugerville. With oh, seven man. minutes left to go. Oh, snap. Harding gets it off again. Two men in his face. It's going to hit the line of scrimmage, and it's going to roll Good for roll. a first down. <laughs> I mean, first. All the way down near the 50, but uh, it, did. it did roll Harding for a first down. was kicking between two defenders at, at his own five. So, a pretty good, another <laughs> miraculous punt off. Hey, Harding, he's best best punter under pressure. Yeah, no doubt. He'd just start letting him go Aussie style, you know, just let him kind of roll out rugby style and yeah. kick that ball. We're going to keep this one pretty short, pre or post game. Shiner uh, gets the ball in puncher territory near mid- midfield. 49 to zero. Mason got a stop on the last series. And off lead play left side. And oh, ball comes out. Todd 
makes a great open field They're tackle. They're going to call him down. Yeah, he's going to play the ball. The ground calls Ball to come out. Still, oh, uh, no. They're signaling Mason Puncher. All right. Ryan Todd gets a turnover. So that, was, a turnover. that was the twos for Shiner out there. They're going to argue this one. That's our freshman. That's why he's out there. So he just took on uh, Trevor Haynes, the senior. He's down before the ball came out. That's so awesome. that's what I figured. So. Anyway, uh, that was the twos for Shiner out there now on the offensive side of the football. And uh, he just gets upended. And uh, we're back in the game for Shiner, number three, Ryan Peterson, sophomore quarterback. They give it off to number 49. Stays between the tackles and uh, stands him up. He's already gotten the first down. And he's way past the first down, so. Again, uh, just another big game there by some fresh bodies for Shiner. Uh, look a lot like the first-team offense out there. Our first-team defense uh, need to make another stop here. 6-19 on the clock. Left to go in this one. Be on the verge of a shutout for Shiner. Refugio was up 18-2 to just a minute ago. Let's double-check that and see where they're at now. Still 18 to two with uh, 7:55 in the second quarter. Again, they go back to 49. Got a big hole right side, right down in the secondary. Another first down, Shiner. That's uh, Devondrick Mathis, senior tailback. Been down there a lot on the kick. He runs kick pretty off. hard. Yeah, he's got some speed. So five and a half minutes left in the ball game. Shiner's. Second team, they still got some first-team linemen in there up front, but uh, no, no need to keep your starters in. Although, they kept them in there longer than I expected they would midway through the fourth quarter. First and ten, trying to the ball in the Mason 17. They go back to Mathis, right side, sends out of a tackle and finally brought down Market at the ten yard line. Shiner on the verge of scoring again with five minutes left to go here in this one. And they average fifty two points on the season. Or on this drive, doesn't look like that's gonna change any. Metro defense has been living on the field in this ball game. Post looks like they're gonna be one to reckon with as they beat Panhandle. Uh, 68 to nothing. Them and Cisco, Refurio, and China, I would say, would be your ones to be. Uh, quarterback tries to sneak. Um, uh, we stand him up, swarm. And there's a late flag. We just had him stood up too long, and somebody came in to finish him off. <laughs> they weren't blowing the whistles either. Jason Jacoby comes out. Our good one goes in. Well, it wasn't Hunter Goodwin. He's usually the one that comes in there and flying in. Not scared to hit anybody. See what the call on the field is. This is a personal foul. This is going to put him inside the five-yard line. It's on Mason. Likely going to be against the defense here. 
Yeah, it's on Mason. Yeah, that's the distance to the goal. Automatic first. All we got to do is punch it in and getting their last licks in here before the game's out. Four minutes, 14 seconds on the clock. Crawford leads Albert 55 to 13. Timpson leads Garrison 35 to 14 as uh, they go back to Mathis' right side. And Puncher's uh, at least looking like a potential goal line stand here, but they got another three downs. If you follow the little two A's, Munster uh, upsets number two Hamlin, uh, 31 to 28. And number four, uh, Winthorst beats uh, Albany, number five, Albany, 18-13. That was a pretty good game. Chris Stovall rocking along just fine in that lower division. We thought they might come up this next this year, but they didn't. They beat Snook fifty six to six. Second and four, or second and goal from the four, and they give off. Ooh, he nearly got it on the second half. It up again. I they, I that was number twenty five. Haynes on the carry. Marked uh, just rolling along as that we beat West Sabine sixty six to eighteen. I'd like to see Martin Shiner play. That won't happen. Third down and goal from the three. Hunter Shiner keep his uh, second team unit Shiner out of the end zone. He stood him up on the last two runs. And uh, the quarterback, Peterson, going to hand off left side. He's a, gets well, the off tech. Got room. Wrestled in the end zone. Touchdown. Comanches. Vondrick Mathis with the score. Um, they just had enough over on the left side for him to get around the end. And they had a man out there. But not, not very far to go to get in the end zone. Hunter's going to exceed their average. Exceed their average. And uh, they've had a lot of games over plus points this season. So for sure, final there in uh, just across the way here. Lano uh, did beat uh, Jordanton thirty-one to fourteen. Uh, Weekend kick is good. Shiner extends the lead fifty-six to zero. Hunters have two and a half minutes remaining in the season to try to get some points on the board. If nothing else, don't get shut out in this one. We'd like to thank a few of our sponsors uh, round out this season. Willow Creek Cafe, Homestyle Cooking at its Best, open seven days a week. Also, Mason Building Supply and Rental, your hometown general store. Mason Bank, welcome home to Mason Bank. Langberg Realty, the choice of the Hill Country since 1975. And the Commercial Bank, the Commercial Bank's a proud supporter of the Mason Punchers. Find us at on the web at tcbmason.com the commercial bank a better way to bank let's pause 10 seconds for station id 95.3 fm knel serving brady mason menard and all of the heart of texas and northwest hill country matthew will get the kickoff one more time after two and a half minutes to try to get something on the board replay of the not the Punchers game, which you will not want to listen to ever again. It's available <laughs> in the podcast, canyonradio.com. But you can find some, some past 
Thanksgiving Mason versus Shiner Classics, those games that we uh, pulled out wins here in Pflugerville. Uh, go to com. click on the podcast icon, and select the Canyon Sports Podcast where you can listen to or download the game. Podcast tonight's game, the most current game, will be available already the next week. John Todd takes the kick off the bounce, splits. Few defenders get a good return out across the 40. And uh, some uh, jawboning going on out there. Anyway, best kick return of the night. Well, it was the shortest kick return. Well, <laughs> I mean, he counted on the 35 and he progressed it to the 45. Best field best position, field position after, after a, kick, after a return. kick return. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give, give credit where credit's due, but come on now and measure them out a little. Kerr <laughs> uh, uh, comes back out. Likely uh, might be his last time at the helm. Mason's offense. Hopefully they can end in a score. He'll be under center. And off fullback left side, Jaden Scanlon has running room. Gets that across the field. boy. That's going to be a first down. Got at the first down marker. Should be enough to move the chains. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, second team defense out here for Shiner. There's lots of clean jerseys out there. Scanlon's helmet comes off, so he has to come out. And uh, <clears throat> Age Watson, JJ8 go in. First and 10. 220 remaining in the ball game. Bunchers just trying to finish with some points. Wing T set. Be split wide to the right. And play action. Kirk keeps himself around the right side. Looking for running room and uh, tackle inbounds. Doesn't get much. Maybe a yard or two. Nobody fooled on that play. Looks like there was a that fake exchange, but... Yeah, it brings up a second down run. and uh, seven from the 43-yard line. Jordan comes off, a little banged up. Been playing hard out there tonight. Uh, kept his helmet in the game several places. Well, they got another big nose tackle out there, 67, Jonathan Floyd. Uh, I don't think... Freeze option play over the right side. Kirk keeps it across the 40 down to the... Time they gave us a good spot. Yeah. To the 36, just a yard short of the first down. Third and short. Third I, think and they, I think they look at whoever the furthest jersey is for that team. And that's well, what I, I saw. Mean. I mean, he marked it, and then he took a step forward. He <laughs> <laughs> was originally going to mark it. One minute to go here in uh, Pflugerville. As this one uh, wildly out of hand. Third and one, and... Comanche territory to give it to Hayden Harding on the room around the right side. He's got the first. He's down near the 25. Kick, yeah, kick, least, kick. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, 45 seconds left. And, uh, please call a timeout and let your kids play. This is the furthest Mason has advanced the football. Or at least give your kids an opportunity to score. Yeah. Quit rolling the clock here. 35 seconds. Got all of our timeouts. Not that we absolutely need them, but. I don't know what that's all about. Use them just to, yeah, just because. Just, uh, oh, you knew that was coming. Scanlon, uh, on the toss sweep. Oh, he got high load. Defensive end gets out there, and Scanlon goes down hard. Loss on the carry. 15 seconds remaining, and they're not going to get a playoff. they to take a shot. They're just going to take the loss. They're not going to get a playoff. 
four seconds, three seconds, two seconds, one second, game. Let him, let him play. Play action, Kirk keeps it. That's back middle of the field on the run. Tries to reverse field. He's tackled. And Shiner's going to get the victory and the shutout here. That 56 to nothing tally the Mason Punchers to end their 2020 season. And, uh, it's never fun to watch those seniors on the losing end of the, the last game of the season. But, uh, fortunately, this time for second consecutive year, punchers go down in the third round. It's like a two-minute commercial break, and we're so thankful for our sponsors each and every season and uh, as well this season. And I'll be right back to recap this, uh, this game and season in Mason Puncher football here on 95.3 KNL. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together makes all the difference come game night. The Mason National Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason National Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason National Bank, proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason National Bank, member FDIC. Lamer Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. Serving this area since 1975, we're third-generation punchers and realtors who bring proven success and a team approach to helping you sell or buy real estate, ranches, homes, farms, weekend, and commercial properties. Call, stop by, or visit us online at lamebergrealty.com. For the best service and market sales price, choose Lamberg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. Dipsticks Tire and Lube is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, oil changes, truck and trailer parts, and accessories. They also offer interstate batteries and alignments. If you have an after-hour emergency, Dipsticks is here for you. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to noon. Dipsticks is family-owned, family-operated, and Mason-trusted since 2004. Call us, 325-347-6108, next door to Dollar General. Hi, this is Angela from Willow Creek Cafe. It has been a challenge for everyone these past months. Staying home with family is wonderful, but cooking two or three meals a day can be overwhelming. Let us take that burden away at Willow Creek Cafe. Come home to some good old home cooking where we do all the work for you. We are open every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with plenty of space for social distancing. Check Facebook for our daily lunch specials and come home to Willow Creek. Take out of Animal. 95.3 KNEL. We're back. It's a post-game show and uh, not much of a show since it's the end of the season and uh, just a, a disappointing uh, uh, loss here tonight in the Punchers' uh, 2020 playoff run. Uh, obviously, we knew it was uh, obviously very possible uh, take on the number one ranked Shiner Comanches, and they've got a great ball club. It'll be fun to watch them. Hopefully, uh, be up on a Referio next week. First game postponed, still in action. Uh, I think they'll be able to handle Ganado. But um, I'll take any reason to recap those uh, second half stats. No, we, we gave up uh, about uh, 330 yards uh, total there. Had a turnover in the second half. That was about the, the gist of it. Uh, they kept running it down our throats. So, uh, uh, certainly want to thank our sponsors uh, that allow us to uh, be here and uh, allow us to keep uh, 
to keep going on this uh, broadcast year in and year out. Uh, the Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Hard Detectives Ford, Langberg Realty, Dipstick Tire and Lube, the Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, and the Mason Puncher Club. Uh, definitely want to thank Lynn and uh, and uh, Bridget back at the station uh, for being with us each and every Friday night as we're able to to bring you this broadcast and. Uh, um, these these kids uh, played with a lot of heart uh, here tonight. Uh, uh, some of those seniors did for sure. Ryland Jordan, JJ Ake, uh, uh, probably have my st- two standouts uh, from this game. Just being where they need to be at the right time and and playing hard on both sides of the football. Uh, really like to see those kids uh, uh, progress and and uh, through throughout the seasons. And you know, uh, disheartening uh, here here this evening. But uh, you know, this major Mason Ball Club. Uh, you know, uh, compared to some of those others, just just not as not as uh, cohesive as a, of a group as we've seen coming into a game uh, of this caliber. And so, uh, you know, but nonetheless, uh, we'll back them just like we did the rest of them. And uh, uh, proud to live in Mason, America, and and uh, proud to support these kids and 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 bringing these broadcasts uh, right back home to our hill country. Well, congrats to this team and the players. They've had some good moments and and some good wins. I mean, they came in on an eight win win streak after starting zero and four. Nothing else, you know, to be able to just uh, turn it around, keep at it, and uh, go three deep in the playoffs. That used to not be such a take-it-for-granted thing. Uh, it used to be a struggle to get uh, past that second round. So congratulations to this season's team and uh, uh, all the fans out here tonight. And uh, it was great great to be on again here on 95.3 Canyon, bringing you live action. I hope to do it again next season. And uh, we're going to have some good good uh, squads and teams coming up in honor and memory of the late Lee Graham. Uh, on the station for so long. It's still a great day to be a puncher. Good night. Happy Thanksgiving weekend, everyone. See you next time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Caniel Sports Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your podcast today. For a live broadcast of Caniel Sports, listen to 95.3 Caniel FM, 1490 Caniel AM, or Radio.com. Or to make it simple, just ask Alexa to play Caniel FM or Caniel AM. Or find Caniel 95.3 FM or 1490 AM on the TuneIn app. We look forward to being with you again here from KNEL.